Welcome back to the Hollywood Growler podcast. We have a very different episode for you. We were out at a live event. We were out at the OC Brewers Guild Invitational at the Elks Lodge in Garden Grove. Uh, It was a beautiful park setting, and there were about 50 different brewers who had uh, their booths up with uh, two or three different beers that they brought each brewer. So needless to say, we couldn't taste everything. We were wilding. We did our best. But uh, here's the thing. We talked to a bunch of different uh, brewers and representatives from breweries uh, live, quick 10-minute hits. So this is a longer episode, but each little hit is about 10 or 15 minutes. And um, we like to think that we um, learned something new from each one of the people that we spoke to. We had a really good time. Uh, We do have one little caveat. It was noisy. It was outdoors. But the DJ was so good. Yeah, the DJ was amazing. It was just so good. It was very loud. So there's a lot of noise in the background. We've done our best to try to suck some of that out of the actual recording. But we, frankly, we could only do so much. But we had a really good time. I think you're going to hear how much fun we had. Um, The event itself was amazing. We want to say thank you to Erica. Uh, who was the, uh, I think the executive director, I think is her official title of the Orange County Brewers Guild. Uh, she totally hooked us up. We had an amazing time. And uh, the next event that the OC Brewers Guild is doing is called Palette. And it's all about uh, pairing beer with food. So you can go to the, to the um, Orange County Brewers Guild website and look for that event, again, it's called Palette. Wait, did we get invited to this event? I don't know if we're going. Well, then why are we talking about it? Because we're promoting, because they did okay. us a solid. Okay, they're so nice. They're we, nice. We might okay. be there with a booth. Okay. I'm just wondering. Or you might just run into us drinking and eating there. It's about your palate. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> but at any rate, we had a really good time, and we love the people at the OC Brewers Guild for, um, for trusting us to uh, be there and invite the people who are attending to come over and talk to us. We know you're going to like the episode. Again, it's noisy. It's outdoors, so bear with us. Um, and it's about two hours and ten minutes long. It's, it's, a, it's quite a while, but we got through a lot of t- – we ran out of time. We wanted to talk to so many more people. That's the thing. It, yeah. was, a, it was such an incredible event. It, so was, many, a, it was a four-hour I mean, event, yeah. and we only have about two, a little more than two hours of content. Because so. the other two hours we were drinking. And eating and talking to people. Oh, yeah. Um, but the point is, uh, thank you for listening, and feel free to skip around. You're going to hear from a bunch of different people. Um, But we decided not to break this episode up. We wanted to give you the opportunity to um, listen around for yourself. Also, uh, if you are a Podbean person, we were talking, ironically, just this weekend, how we weren't on Podbean yet. And uh, we've now, thanks to Anchor, been added to Podbean. So if that's your platform of choice, or if you know somebody who only listens to that platform, uh, tell them to look for the Hollywood Growler on Podbean. We're on the bean. I know, it sounds good, doesn't it? It's pretty good. So thank you so much. We hope you enjoy it. Um, This is episode eight, and it is the Orange County Brewers Guild Invitational on uh, 4-27-19. Thank you so much. It's on the Ocho. Oh, my God. Yep. We'll see you (laughs) next time. We love you. Bye-bye. Hello, and welcome to the Hollywood Growler. We are here live. 
We are at the OC Brewers Invitational. This is the kickoff to OC Beer Week. Uh, there are about 50 plus brewers here with uh, tents up bringing uh, their bread and butter beers and their special release beers. We're at the Elks Lodge in Garden Grove today. And uh, I can tell you this is, we are just starting to kick off and already this place is completely full of beers that you want to try. Uh, today's going to be a little bit different. Uh, first off, we're outdoors, so we really don't know what's going to happen noise-wise, so bear with us. Mm. And then second, um, we don't have any scheduled guests. We are having uh, the brewers pop by and tell us what they brought to the event uh, and to say hello and to introduce themselves. And uh, it's very likely that you'll see, or hear rather, these brewers on an episode of the podcast here in the future. Ooh. So uh, let's get started. We have from Backstreet Brewery. Uh, which is in Anaheim, uh, right next to Angel Stadium. You should definitely go check them out. Uh, Tim and Bob, say hello, guys. Hi. Hi, thanks for having us. Um, so you guys brought some beers out today for uh, for the Beer Fest. Uh, yeah. Tell us what you brought. So we brought three. Um, two, we're only serving two at a time. Uh, we got our uh, kind of our signature Blood Orange IPA. Um, it's quickly become our number one seller. Um, base beer of that is the... Uh, it's our animation IPA, which is a single hop mosaic IPA, and then we infuse it with blood orange. Um, so we have the two different versions, one with it, one without it. You know, so one just a basic I or a regular IPA, and one's the blood orange version. I've, so, uh, I had that when we were uh, when we visited yeah, you guys, yeah. and uh, that's a very good beer. You should check that out. Uh, it's Backstreet is is tucked away. It, you know, true to its name, it's tucked away right by Angel Stadium. Yeah, you're not going to find it by accident, that's for sure. So, <laughs> uh, the good thing is Google Maps will, uh, will get you there, no problem. So you don't even have to type in the address. You just type in her name. They, they'll figure it out. They'll do the work for you. But uh, yeah, uh, that location is, uh, I mean, Anaheim ones are warehouse production brewery. So the tasting room is just kind of a fun element. Um, it's nice to have a little patio area. Yeah, the whole... Uh, we just upgraded too. This last week, we just kind of redid our patio for spring and um, just kind of, we didn't want to do too much with the, with, with the tasting room, take away from what it is, is being like a warehouse production brewery. So, um, no, they're, they're, you know, maybe at some point we'll get some stuff up on the walls, but, <laughs> um, right now, yeah, it's pretty bare bones, which is, you know, kind of the, the plan. It looks like a, somewhat of a limited space, but you got a lot of potential to work with at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely crank out a lot of beers out of that place and we, uh, definitely fit, 10 pounds of shit in a five pound box that's for sure yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're squeezed in there we're working tight we're tripping over each other's hoses uh, me and bob here doing you know three things at a time all day long so but um you know definitely make the best of the space and, uh, so your, your blood orange is uh one of your mainstays uh what else uh, what else did you bring today yeah so we brought a uh another pale ale which um i'm gonna try and pronounce this right it's a kvik pale ale which um uh, what that is is a new Norwegian. Well, it's not new. They've been using it for hundreds of years. Uh, but it's a uh, Norwegian yeast strain that um, could be fermented at high temperatures. So I think it was really uh, popular in the old days before they could uh, control the temperature of fermentation. But um, now it's become popular with like home brewers because you know they don't have you know the equipment that we have to control the temperature. And you can ferment. Actually, I think ideal fermentation temperature is like 70 to 100 degrees. We fermented this one at, what was it, Bob, like 90, 90 degrees we fermented this out. Um, I mean, obviously we have the temperature controls, but we thought we'd, you know, crank it up and see what happens and fermented super fast, um, which was, you know, kind of the advantage of the production brewery using that yeast. Um, 
What's the what's the flavor profile of that yeast? So um, I think it's it, it offers sort of a farmhouse element to the beer, and so in the pale ale that we did, I think it's a perfect blend between a traditional farmhouse and a traditional pale. And you're kind of getting all of that the flavor mixture in there. Um, I, I've only actually had one pint since we, we just brought it to this event. Oh, okay. awesome. So nice. I'm still kind of going through it now. We're going to come taste for just a minute. Okay. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, it, it, it's, uh, I'm still discovering what, what's going on in there. Uh, now we've got it carved up in here. So. And you did a, did you do a Game of Thrones uh, theme for the name? I thought I saw that on your side. Yeah. Oh, you picked up on that. I, I noticed. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, the, when Bob told me, he Bob named it, and I'm like, dude, I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Like, I've watched Game of Thrones, but I'm not, like, diehard. Um, I've watched every episode. How can you not be that? Dude, I want, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to like dress up but, um, I'm just glad I'm not working tomorrow day. I'm like, oh my God. The the actor who plays Tormund Giants Bane is Norwegian. I thought, okay, Norwegian East Grain, Norwegian actor. He's got that red hair, the giant beard, which, you know. I think Bob just liked his beard. It's a good looking beard. I mean, I do want to touch it. Yeah. (laughs) I would. I mean, he'd probably punch me, but it'd be worth it. It'd be worth it. So, I mean, Bob was naming it, and I'm like, dude, I have no idea what you're talking about. And Thank you for the validation, by the way. So, I don't know if you read the description on that beer, but um, it does say at the bottom, if you have questions about the name, talk to Bob. Oh, does it? It says on the description. It's very good. Yeah. I typed that up this morning, because I was going to do an explanation for it. I'm like, eh, I'm going to leave I'm that I'm just going to tell him to listen to the podcast. Uh, there, there you go. go. Yeah, there, there you go. go. Thank you. That's yeah, great. talk to people. Yeah. A little deeper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We do that. We do that. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you brought one or two more. So we brought another, uh, we brought a barrel age beer. Oh. Um, this one we're not going to tap till two o'clock. So okay. no matter what's the status of the pail, uh, we'll, we'll take it off, put the barrel aged beer on. Now this, uh, this beer is a little unique. It's a, um, it's a Scotch ale. Bob uh, brewed this as a tribute to his wife, um, whose name's Heather. And um, it's actually bittered with Heather flour. So before they used hops, as a bittering agent in beer, they used heather flour. Um, I guess you couldn't grow hops in Scotland, so Scottish um, Scottish beers had, for their bitterness, they used heather flour. So okay. we thought, you know, if we're going to brew a Scottish ale, let's do it. Uh, let's do it legit. And um, you know, this one's kind of Bob's. Uh, was this the first recipe you wrote? Or was uh, it was, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was one of them, if not the first. It was. It was a a, a long time in the making recipe that I. I've, I've been doing this for about six years. I'm looking forward to I started writing this uh, when I was at Beach City in Huntington Beach, rest of Beach, Beach City. Um, so I just kind of got. I went there before Beachwood yeah. took it over. I actually have a growler somewhere nice. of yours. Nice. <laughs> That's funny. So uh, yeah, I was kind of. I worked with Derek over there, and he kind of helped me write this recipe. But my wife, uh, I think, like most brewers, our wives make more money than us. <laughs> uh, so very good. She allows me to work in this industry. Um, and so, uh, you know, yeah, it was a love letter to my wife. That's awesome. That's yeah. incredibly sweet. Yeah, that's sure very you sweet. You just made a whole bunch of friends and fans, but with that story, that's incredible. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming you're not calling her bitter by bittering the beer. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Just, I just want to make that clear. bitter person. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> perhaps yeah, yeah. perhaps we did not think that through. <laughs> <laughs> sweet and barrel aged, maybe? Sweet. Hey, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. A little romantic. That much better. <laughs> nice, no, nice save. So anyway, so we, we took part of that beer and uh, we... Uh, we aged it for at least a year. Was it a full year? It was well nine months in the barrel, and they just sat in kegs for another three to six months after that. So okay. they had a part of a year for sure. So some whiskey barrels, and uh, so yeah, the, we're, we're we have like a half of a half barrel left 
in the brewery, so we thought we would uh, you know, bring it with us and, and uh, kick the rest of it right here at the festival. So. Very good. We're going to have to try that, too. Yeah. Um, so angel season is just starting here in... Uh, well, it's already going, but we're, we're just at the end of April as we're recording. It's a rough beginning. Yeah, well, it's yeah. been up and down. Um, <laughs> but that's all right. Uh, you know, we love them anyway. And so come out when you're uh, going to the Angels game, either before or after. You're going to want to definitely stop by Backstreet Brewery, uh, Backstreet Brewery excuse me, in uh, Anaheim. Go see Tim and Bob. And uh, we've been there. We love their beers. We know you will, too. Thanks, guys. You're our, you're our yeah. first uh, quick hit here at the event, so thank hey, you very yeah, much. Thanks Appreciate for having us. Yeah, yeah, you can park there for free and walk to the stadium, so that's always a good thing. So, Boom. Spend um, your parking money on beer. Yeah. yeah. Always. Always. Beers are a little cheaper than in the stadium. Very good. Yeah, um, definitely. Cool. Well, thanks for having us, guys. Hey. And, uh, looking forward to having you guys come out to the brewery and uh, take one step further. That'd awesome. Great. Yeah, that's so awesome. Cool. Appreciate right, your time. We'll, uh, we'll come bug you in a bit. <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. And we're back with uh, Town Park here. How are we doing today? Hey guys, doing great. How are you? Good, good. This is Brandon from Town Park, and he's a he's a brewer over there. Are you also an owner? Uh, yes. Yeah. Everybody actually in our company has shares and stocks. So. Oh, very good. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. We're How do I get on that? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to do? <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, we're uh, we're a local brewery. We're based in uh, Anaheim, California. Uh, it's kind of becoming, you know, a city known for, for breweries. Uh, I think we're at like close to 16 breweries, if not more now in Anaheim. Um, everyone's kind of got their own style. Uh, we're, ba we're actually located right off of the train tracks that come through right off, uh, Lincoln and the five. Yeah. You're over by chain reaction. Yeah. 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 Chain yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, formerly, uh, public storage. That was what it was called before, mm. but I, that might make me sound pretty old. <laughs> Um, I actually used to, I think that's where I went to my first concert. So, oh, yeah. um, but yeah, we actually, we have our beer at uh, chain reaction and, uh, awesome. we have six core beers that we offer on retail, but then we've got an additional 10 beers that are our specialties that we have at the brewery okay. uh, that you can, for the most part, only taste there. Um, but yeah, we're, uh, we're here today at, uh, the OCBG, uh, Invitational. Mm -hmm. Excited to try some good beer and smell the barbecue already going. So oh, excited for that. Great. So uh, when I went to your brewery when you guys first opened, you had like a plethora of styles, and uh, I think you guys were just experimenting, trying yes. to bust anything out that you could. So totally. now you're cut down to more like a core and then like your specialties. Yeah. Stuff, so. so a little a little background on it. Uh, Brett Lawrence, who uh, founded the company. Um, his family owns a property uh, in Silverado, California called Rancho Las Lomas, which is a really cool property. They host a lot of weddings and, and private events there. Um, it's right next to Cook's Corner. That's what okay, yeah, 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 like yeah. Literally, you can walk straight over. So, okay. um, but they also have a wildlife foundation. So they have a, a tiger, they have some um, uh, servals, they've got a bunch of different animals. They have a tiger? They, yeah, white tiger, yeah. No way. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. That's fantastic. In fact, our white is called Lily, uh, the white ale that we make, which is the white tiger at, at Rancho. So there's actually more of a story behind the brand than most people even know, but most people are shocked to find that out because we've only been out for a brewery. We're about to celebrate two years later this year. Um, but Brett just started brewing beer at Rancho just as a passion project, um, just with a home kit that he got from, uh, he got it from O'Shea's and, um, then slightly graduated to uh, like a 10 gal kit. And then, um, you know, he started getting pretty decent at, uh, brewing a couple styles of beer. And so some of, uh, some of his friends and, and investors came in and we uh, decided to open the brewery up. So to your point, when we first opened, everything was kind of experimental. Um, we were kind of just, you know, there are a bunch of new green brewers. 
Chiefs that just got dropped into a pretty good facility and just kind of went for it. So first uh, first year was definitely some growing pains. It was interesting, and you know uh, we're fine tuning it now. But it's kind of exciting for us this year because we just uh, we just now um, got in a new brewer. Uh, he's been with us. His name's Andy Marshall. Uh, he came from Stone. He was at Stone for a little over six years, I believe. And then he also was uh, one of the guys who helped to start uh, Black Market. So oh, okay, yeah, yeah Black so, Market's great. Yeah, he's awesome, and yeah. so he's really. Uh, trying to fine tune everything right now, and the beer keeps getting better and better. So we're excited about that. We have a new sales uh, director, uh, Justin Draper, who came from House Beer, and he's also at Stone. Yeah, I met Justin when I was working at Stone. He's so, awesome. Yeah, yeah, he's a good guy. And then Stephen Young, who is also at Stone, is our president. Oh so, no way! Yeah, so yeah. And it didn't happen that way intentionally. It just kind of <laughs> happened. Just steal it from and the then, Stones. Yeah, and then I, came from, I came from Red Bull. I was in uh, music marketing at Red Bull. Oh, so, uh, music. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So, so tell us, uh, tell us what you brought here to the event today. We brought our two best sellers, uh, our blonde and our IPA. Um, our whole uh, program moving forward on our core beers, which these two are considered core, uh, along with our uh, pale ale, our amber, uh, our white, and our lager. Um, we just want to make them as approachable as possible, as consistent as possible, and just make just good, delicious beer. Like, it, no, looks no like frills. A, it looks like you've got a canning line already. It looks like you had your just cans on display. They look pretty cool. We do have a canning line and bottling line, and we also now have a labeling uh, line. So we can do, um, we have a few collaborations with some different partners. One of them is Sea Lakes and Huntington Beach that we're really happy to be working with. So we just came out with a collaboration. Mexican lager with them, nice. um, so we're able to now label them uh, to kind of have the, the can itself reflect the collaboration. So it seems like it would be a no-brainer here in Southern California, but Mexican lagers are, are sort of the hip new thing. I've had yeah. two or three different ones from different breweries recently. That's a uh, it's very trendy right now. Yeah, what's uh what's y'all's like? Um, well, it's very very basic and standard to be honest. Like I said, straightforward. Um, no frills, but to make it interesting, we just partnered with a uh, premium uh, mixer company called Lava, and we're doing a Michelada that we're calling Michelada. It'll be nice. pre-made, ready to go, 16 ounce can, um, and that's going to be kind of our, you know, that's going to be our way of doing, doing it, kind of, you know, having fun with it and doing something different. Um, but ours is just a, it's just a good old Mexican lager, you know, straightforward. I would compare it probably somewhere between a Pacifico and a Corona. Great. Maybe a Modelo, somewhere in that mix. I'm personally a Modelo man. So. Modelo is one of the, I think it's one of the fastest growing companies in the States right now. Really? Yeah, as far as that, that segment goes. I'm definitely helping with that. I mean, I, I, uh, I worked in the restaurant industry and Modelo's were the beers we gave away free to the staff after we uh, closed. You know, that was always kind of like the ghetto Mexican beer, but now it's just killing it. It's killing it. Yeah, yeah. It's good beer. I, I love it. I, it's I, surprisingly I, dry and uh, tasty. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for uh, for hanging out with yeah. us for a little quick hit to tell us what you brought. We no, hope, my uh, pleasure. We hope we can come over to Town Park and see your facility and do a full episode with you. Oh, It'd be a lot of fun. We would love to do that. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Thanks. Well, thank, thank you, you guys so much. Yeah. Thanks for ever listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're back. Um, we're with uh, the Good Beer Company over here, and he's already cracking a beer for us. Yeah. Um, uh, Brandon, right? Yes. All right. Well, welcome. Uh, what you got there? Uh, so we specialize in sour beer. Okay. Uh, I might not be able to drink that. An, you so. may be, uh, yeah, particularly drawn to this one. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, uh, I actually... cherry, uh, mixed culture, sour beer. I'll, I'll try a little bit. I'm actually deathly allergic to some Dude, sours. That's what I've, so this but, is what I've heard. Yeah, so... Don't that, be afraid. I, if out. I die today, I'm. it's okay. 
I died um, doing something I love. Died doing what you love. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Good Beers in Santa Ana, and you guys specialize in sour beers, and you do fruit infusions as well. Um, tell us a little bit about Oro. Yeah, so Oro is our 4% uh, blonde, or gold, if you will, um, sour base beer. It's, uh, it's a lot of what we produce, and pretty much every month we're releasing a different fruited or dry hopped or, or different fruit botanical combination kind of thing from the Oro series. Awesome. So this is like a continuing changing beer that you're experimenting with? Yeah, so like okay. the Oro base brings a lot of like acidity and like some really nice citrusy flavors. Sorry, I'm gonna have you lean forward into the mic a little bit because uh, the DJ just got louder. <laughs> Yeah, so the Oreo base beer and our mixed culture of uh, wild yeast, bacteria, and brewer's yeast brings like a really cool acidity and then some nice like citrusy, fruity flavors. That is Woo! nice. It goes like, it's that like a little fooling. bit. Yeah, that's a, that's a roller coaster there. Yeah. <laughs> that's um, good though. So uh, tell us a little bit about Good Beer. You're in Santa Ana. How long have you been there? We've been open uh, four and a half years ago, uh, since 2014. My wife and I uh, opened the company back then. And yeah, we've been steadily, you know, growing along here. We just uh, we just met Robin for a second today. She seems nice and knowledgeable. She's man in the booth right now. Yeah, she's pouring pints right now for tasters. <laughs> <laughs> so what's what's your what's the sour beer thing with you? I don't know. He don't know. I think it's uh, bread of, the bread of Mises, whatever they release over well, time. Least, yeah. yeah. So. Whatever they release when it's like aged or something, I, I can have like fresh sours, not a problem. Okay. Like quote unquote fresh, like they're not barrel aged, yeah. they're not added to a second process. Just like kind of like the straight kettle sour right. is like something I can drink. Okay. But so, anything like barrel aged, Weird. it just totally, totally messes me up, man. At a, I almost went to the hospital once. I mean, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a funny story. But that's, unusual, that's an unusual thing, though. Yeah. Sure, like you know, yeah. sure you've never even heard of the party even making this stuff. I know like a guy that's allergic to hops too. It's like oh, that's what super that's rare, just sad. right? Yeah, that poor yeah. bastard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, you have Oro here today in the can, and then you had a couple uh, special beers that you were bringing to uh, to pour on tap. Yeah. Can you tell us about those. So one of the beers we brought is our our new collection. This is the first day it's out. There's a lot of that here. That's that's why we were really excited to be here at the uh, the Brewers Invitational. People are bringing stuff that you might not get to taste again if you're not here. So sure. it's like tell, tell us all about it. It is the Olympics. <laughs> Everybody's showing off. So we did a collab with Artifacts down in San Clemente. Uh, they brewed a hazy double IPA. It's kind of their thing. Yeah, And then we did, we added our bacteria to it, so it's soured. Sour hazy double IPA. Sounds fun. Blood orange, milk sugar, and uh, citra hops. Oh, yeah. I'll taste that right after this. Yeah, yeah. It's, really, it's really, really cool. Um, it's different from an IPA in that you're balancing acid and sweetness. So that's where the milk sugar comes into play. Tell us about um. Tell us about what it means to be in balance for for a sour with acid and sweetness, and then sort of what it means to be out of balance, so that our listeners can kind of uh, develop their palate for themselves. A bit. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna depend on what you like, you know. Um, for these for these sour IPAs, we're going for something more like orange juice, where it's very acidic. It's acidic, but it's also sweet and like 
you can enjoy it, you know? Like, just like the way you enjoy orange juice for breakfast. Like, yeah, it's easy drinking. I, I, I'm a big believer really that more people should drink beer for breakfast. So that's, good. <laughs> that's a good idea. They I used to. Say that. I they used to. Go, they used to, man. It's, it's nutrients, man. You need it in the morning. But uh, Dan just finished my beer. It, I want to say it is delicious. I'm just scared it might kill me. I want to say that the flavors are really great. It's a little bit of a roller coaster, and then like it just goes away. I mean, it is. You know, when we, when we go to an episode at Good Beer, we'll just have to bring an EpiPen or something. I seriously, <laughs> I mean, Jesus. I mean, I'm just a. No, a it's funny. We were sitting. Um, we were sitting with Mike Creed on Sun the other day. Yeah. And uh, we were drinking a sour, and um, Connor launches into, you know, God, I hope this doesn't kill me, and I'm like, dude. You know, these people are having us into their into their workplace and are, are treating us so nicely and talking yeah. to us. This is some heavy shit. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, you're you're just saying the wrong thing. But um, no, you know, we got, apparently it's something we have to watch out for when it comes yeah. to sour. I guess that's going to be our running gag. Yeah. But Did Connor survive? Did so Connor live? All of my exes know how to kill me. Oh my gosh. Now they do. Just that one. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's a different story for a totally different podcast. <laughs> The midnight um, terror. But thank you, uh, thanks Brandon for yeah, sitting down with you, us. Man. This was really fun, and uh, we hope we can come out to good beer and uh, try try everything and do a full episode with you guys. Definitely, yeah. open invite. Maybe That'd I'll you know I'll we'll maybe I'll sacrifice you. myself. Yeah, just for the cause. I'll uh, I'll give you a drink. All you can all you can pass. Okay. You know, we know um oh you don't know her uh we know this uh, lady who's a nurse. We should have her come and like monitor you while we're doing yeah, it. Yeah, just have be, like, like just have all my vitals, have me all hooked up. Yeah, that'll know? be our like wacky like FM radio morning show part of our podcast. Yeah, we'll have, like, the background just like beep. <laughs> 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 Damn it, we lost him. <laughs> nah, he's replaceable. He's young. All right. Well, thank you, Brad, and we really appreciate it. We look forward to seeing you at your brewery and see what you got, man. Cheers, guys. Thank you thank so you. much. Thank you. Um, you ready? Hey, yeah, we're we are ready, and we're uh, we're with some old friends from Bruheim over here. We just caught them uh, walking by. They saw my uh, Bruheim hat that says beer so so loudly and clearly. But uh, how you guys doing today? Doing well. Dan and Eric from Bruheim. How y'all doing? Good. A little chilly. I know. I, I stole his jacket. Yeah, I knew that. He was starting to come out. But nothing that you know here won't help warm you up. So you had your big opening uh, March seventeenth, and we had done the very first episode of the podcast over there at Bruheim. Uh, and uh, St. Patrick's Day weekend, you had your grand opening, and we were there for that, being silly. Um, but you had a ton of people. You had opened up the whole back warehouse area, and uh, I was very worried that when you said um, on the podcast that you were opening up that whole back area. I was like, wow, that's a barn. Can they fill it? You know, uh, but people really showed out, and it was a really good event. Yeah, we did. We, we had over over a thousand. People That's show. fantastic. Yeah, it, was it was so fun. It was fantastic. We had live music, the bands, and in the back. I was jamming out to that band. They were playing some Rolling Stones for me. Yeah, Dan, Dan was wearing a kilt that day, too, because it was St. <laughs> Patty's weekend. So uh, I think I missed that. <laughs> good, good. That was a great day. We exceeded our expectations. Yeah. Well, it was, it was awesome. good. We had uh, 40 beers on tap that were, you know, throughout the, throughout the whole brewery. Yeah, I mean it was a it was such an awesome event. I mean the live music. I mean everybody seemed stoked. I mean I met a bunch of different brewers there too that came down. That's true. We did some good networking. Yeah, <laughs> that's the that's the beauty of being in the brewing industry. Everybody supports everybody else. It's awesome. So. 
friend of the friend of the show, Will D, just up on us a little bit. Hi guys, how's it going, guys? Well, we're going to come taste what you brought. Yeah, we'll have you. You're going to be next. Yeah, you're going to be next. Get in line. So tell us about what you brought today. I also understand that you guys just won an award. Uh, for the Blackberry Saison, is that right? That's, yeah, we, we uh, first competition we entered at the LA International Beer Fest, and we got the bronze on the Blackberry Saison, the Belgian fruit and style beer. We're pretty excited. Uh, Derek's got to be so proud. Oh, that's, yeah, that's yeah, fantastic. Yeah. To, to your first competition to come away with anything is just awesome. So we're, we're excited about that. So hopefully, uh, it's the beginning of a, a lot of stuff down the road for us. You know, a lot more rewards. So when, when we brought the day, it was our, our blueberry lager. Love that one. Yeah, yeah. which is great. Yeah. Um, when you guys serve that in the tasting room, you actually have fresh, fresh we, blueberries. Yeah, we did. Put fresh blueberries in it, so that, which is great. In fact, we are now the uh, um, just last night we were uh, at the Grove because we are the official craft beer provider of the Grove. Nice. Oh, the Grove For those of you who don't know, the Grove is a um, pretty. It's a little bit bigger than medium-sized concert venue. Um, lots of really good bands go through there. Uh, check their website. You definitely want to come over and check out some Rutine beer while you're there. Right. Yeah. And we just launched last night for Kevin James. Uh, performed last night. Oh, awesome. Uh, they were serving, serving our, uh, our blueberry lager with blueberries in it. Oh, they do, uh, they do it for you there? They do oh, it too, yeah. That's our awesome. Tropical, uh, our tropical session. And then, uh, Platinum Blonde. We're going to probably follow it up with our Hazy. Yeah. Platinum Stone. Nice. So, yeah, we have a great partnership with them. We're excited. I mean, they're really, they're really excited yeah. as well. The other beer we're pouring today is our Double IPA. Okay. Oh, very good. Yeah. yeah. Blueberry Lager Double IPA. So, we got kind of both sides of the spectrum there. Yeah, it's a little extreme spectrum. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we're uh, 8.2 versus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're, uh, we're talking to you guys like your old friends, because you are, um, but just for people who maybe didn't hear the first episode of the podcast, Bruheim is uh, a brand new brewery with a beautiful tasting room, and they are right by Angel Stadium, so if you're going to an Angels game, you definitely want to put Bruheim on your list, um, either before or after the game. Uh, you cannot go wrong, they have a ton of great beers on tap, and... Uh, Honestly, you're going to feel like you're in Disneyland a little bit with the quality of their tap room. You're going to have a really it's great a great setup. Yeah. And they were, so, uh, they were so kind to... They were our first podcast. They were the ones that brought us in and said, sure, let's do the podcast. We're the first one, so we really appreciate them. Yeah, it's nothing I, more than yeah. a handshake and a smile, so yeah. thank you very much. I really appreciate it. And now awesome. we're, now we're rock stars at the yeah. concert. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> such a long way. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, it took us like two nights. We had to go through like, what, eight of your people just to get to you. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Keep, keep telling people, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great, yeah. Don't give up. You can look yeah, fairly good with this. You'll finally get it. I didn't realize that you had some, you know, PAs. Huh? <laughs> you know, a bunch of bodyguards. We're, we're working on it. It's like Kardashians now. Well, thank you guys right, so much. Thank, thank you. We're going to come by. Come on by. Yeah, we'll Check come by. Cheers. Right. Cheers. Just thank you so much. Cheers. Hi, Christy. We are live, and uh, Christy is from Docent Brewing. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Glad to see you here. She just, brought stickers. She has stickers on her Stickers. Docent is down in San Clemente. Docent is in San Juan Capistrano. Yes, it's down in the industrial park, below the coach house, across the railroad tracks. <laughs> over the river, yeah. through the woods, down the and down the Whopper layer. Yeah. So once you find it, you're it's a gem. But um, getting there the first time, you think you're going the wrong direction. 
amazing spot though. Yeah, I've seen pictures. I've always wanted to go down. I've had plenty of beer. Awesome stuff. Thank I mean, you. You, you folks are doing a fine job, that's for sure. The boys in the a brew house are just amazing. They came from their garage and the owners brought them in and they've already um, been awarded second in the world for their pale ale double nickels. Awesome. In the world. In the world. In the world. Fantastic. Yeah, in the world. Was yes. that? Did you receive that at Great American Beer Fest or what? What was the? No, in the uh, the World Cup. The World Cup. The World, world Cup. Cup. So Not Great nice American beer. is like you know that's America. Yeah, that's a and, so. and America, but we're talking yeah. in the world. You heard it. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Congratulations. Um, can you can you tell us what uh, Joseph has brought here today to the uh, Brewers Guild uh, invitation? Yes, we have brought our Echoes IPA. It's a 7.2, real happy, very fresh um, IPA. We're going to try that next. Yes. yes, we are. And then our Can't Complain, Can't Complain about a yummy cream ale, 4.5, delicious, delicious cream ale. That is such a great name for yeah. a South OC uh, yeah. beer. We can't complain. Yeah, complain. That yeah. is such the attitude. <laughs> that is so funny. I love that. We have some great names on all of the beers, and they all pretty much mean something in the brewery as well. Uncle's names, brewers, kids' names, uh, different bartenders have named beers as well. Um, you're here representing Dosen today. Uh, what's a, Do you have an official title? Do you have a position? I am a bartender. Nice. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. And I am a um, number one fan. So I, that was a fan brought in to, uh, I was such a fan. Like, yeah, That's awesome. Like so, so they brought the regular on board. Yes. They're and, like, yeah. she knows everything. No, just, not just, everything. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. But I'm willing to learn it all. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, and so uh, you're up here. Uh, in uh, Garden Grove uh, with a tent and a, a portable uh, jockey box. Yeah, jo is that what they call them? Jockey boxes? Yes, okay, very good. good. See, we learn a new terminology all the time. <laughs> yes. um, so, uh, tell us a little bit about some of the other beers at Docent that are sort of regular uh, everyday beers there. So, we have a Grand Happy. It's an Imperial Stout 9.4. Delicious. It comes in a half pint. Uh, they'll actually put that in barrels now the first time they tried that and it's a barrel age for an entire year and they call it great grand happy so the rube also is a red rye ale we have a light canteen that's a bright ale luna is named after the brewer's daughter and that's a wit golden wit the ipas the list is straight down the board and you can't go wrong we have a new one retreat and it's pineapple and guava and super juicy and oh, it's sounds yeah. you, you kind of want to be on a raft at the river mm. i think that, that was the first uh big hit you guys had was uh the, your ipas oh, everybody was talking about them when you, you yeah. hit the market that, so that's what sucked me in i was yeah. like the, especially the hazies i mean you guys folks are doing a great job thank so. you so much yeah enjoying every step of it yeah well, we, uh, we hope we can come down to joseph and do a full episode with you guys we'd love to do that um, i will i really hope you do so we, it, it's fun we like we like doing it and uh it was really wonderful to meet you. Uh, you were one of the yeah. first people that I shook hands with today. Thank you. So uh, you were here bright and early, set, setting up the tent and getting ready to go. 
Thank you. Thank you. Nice to talk with you guys. We appreciate, I appreciate it. it. Yeah, yeah, awesome. See you soon. Okay. Um, we are here with Kevin from Barley Forge. Thanks for uh, letting us steal you for a minute. Sorry, I know it's busy out there. Thanks for coming to Smagging Me Up. Yeah, as things get a little crazier here at the event, it's going to be uh, yeah. harder and harder to wrangle people like that. Yeah. So uh, what'd you bring? Uh, what'd you bring out today? You so, gotta lean in there. Yeah. Uh, so today we're pouring Future Tripping, which is our double IPA with Amico, uh, Amico, uh, Simcoe and Amarillo. We're doing Grandpa Tractor, which is our award-winning Dortmunder German-style lager. We also have Patsy Coconut Rice Style, also award-winning beer, and then we have our Valkyrie uh, of the Forge, which is a papaya sour lager. Oh wow. Uh, my wife and I love the Patsy. Uh, whenever we see that on tap and we're out, she always she always grabs that. Uh, that's a special treat for her all the time. Definitely kind of our beer that gets people in the door for sure. You guys have been around uh, at least five years now. How long have you been around? It'll be five years in October. Okay, awesome. so it's pretty close. Yeah. Congrats! I love the, ta the tap room. It's a, it's awesome. The food's great too. So was that was that originally a part of the plan to have a uh, kitchen like that? Uh, the very original business plan. No, we were hoping to do food trucks or bring food in from outside, but uh, during our CUP here in the city was not very open to that at the time, so they sort of alluded to wanting us to have a kitchen, so we had a kitchen with a business plan. And you're uh, you're very close to Gunwale also, is that right? We are across the street. And that's, uh, what street is that? Where is that? I haven't been down there. That's on Randolph, so corner of Randolph and Baker. Okay, okay. and uh, yeah. is, that, is that technically close to Mason? Close to okay. Yeah. yeah, right behind the uh, lab and camp. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you're right in the heart of a bunch of things over there. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's another brewery over there that uh, opened up recently. Is that true? Or am um, I just... Well, we have Bootleggers open a tasting room That's down the block. And then Salty Bear is opening up a few doors down okay. sometime soonish. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So it's a great area. I mean, the, it's booming right now everywhere with the beer world. And especially that area. I mean, I, I don't know if it's uh, appropriate to use this word, but very hipster. I think it applies. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, it's, a, it's a great area. Um, I mean, the labs right there and all of that. Uh, I think it's just, I think you guys can't fail. I mean, uh, they were, uh, that area was uh, hipster before that was really a derogatory word. That was, yeah. they're, sort of, they're pretty, they're pretty original. They had one of the first, uh, what, Urban Outfitters, like one of the first ones ever is over there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of fun stuff in that area. And then you're right down the street from South Coast Plaza and all right. that. So. Yeah. It's awesome. So what's I'm, uh, I'm shuddering to think what kind of trouble we could get in from the DJ bleed and the, the licensing from the music. But um, yeah. I'm glad you're here during Africa. If I, if I break out right? in a song, I apologize in advance. <laughs> so so uh, what's uh, another uh, big step for you guys right now? You got any big plans or what, what should we look out for? Yeah, what's new? New? Uh, right now we're looking at trying to open up a couple of new tasting locations for the next, over the next year, two years. Awesome. So we're kind of shopping around. Uh, sort of like... Huntington, Long Beach area for one, and we got plans for a couple more in the next few years. So okay, Long you Beach guys, is awesome. Uh, you guys would be great in Seal Beach. That would be a fun place to be. Yeah. Costa Mesa and Seal Beach kind of seem like little sister cities, maybe. Right. Yeah. Same kind of vibe. Yeah, Long Beach has come a long way with their little downtown area over there. I went there a few weeks ago, and I was like, dude, if you have a brewery out here, it's it's on the verge of. Yeah, there's popping. a lot of people opening up. Uh, a lot of new breweries, taste rooms, that area. So. Yeah, awesome. So, What's well, a, is there anything new uh, coming soon, uh, beer wise, that you want to promote? We'll be releasing our Dom Perfecto soon with some horchata themed uh, Belgian wit. Yep. So, cinnamon vanilla. Uh, we have a margarita cinnamon, ghost. Cinnamon vanilla with, uh, with a wit base? Uh, it's a wit base, and I pull some of the uh, wheat out and I add flake toasted rice in. Mm. So, it's got rice, wheat, and then uh, Belgian pilsner balls. 
That sounds complicated. That sounds interesting. Fun. Uh, so yeah, that's coming down soon. We should have that uh, fully released by Cinco de Mayo, and the can's coming shortly after. Great. Uh, then we have a margarita go that'll be coming down very, very soon. So that's uh, some sweet limes, uh, and then a typical goes base, so kettle sour with a little bit of salt added. Nice. Okay, yeah. That's going to be a good uh, California summer beer, yeah. too. Yeah. Same time? Yeah, for sure. All right, well, right on. Well, we'll definitely uh, want to come into your tasting room and do an uh, interview with you guys oh, there. Yeah, we do, uh, we do full podcast yeah. episodes also. Yeah. We'd love to come down and. Uh, oh, it'd be great to have you guys. Yeah, do that'd a full be awesome. interview. Maybe not so. Not quite so noisy the next time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we can always hang out in the canning room. It's a little bit quieter at night or something. So Very yeah, good. yeah. Well, we really appreciate your time today, oh, man. Okay. Thanks, thanks for letting us feel you. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll see you soon. Kevin Buckley, and it was Barley Forge. And if you haven't gone down to Barley Forge to try their beer or haven't seen the Patsy um, beer out on the town, you are missing out. Get get some of that as soon as you can. Talk to you soon. Thanks so much. Watch some sound waves. Okay, just lean in a tiny bit more than you normally would. Hey, we're our, we are on. Uh, hey, Derek, how you doing? How's it going, man? <laughs> this, is our, this is our good friend. We're back with uh, Brewheim again. Uh, but this time with actual brewer, Derek, who is uh, phenomenal. He whipped up the grand opening with how many beers was it? 40? It ended up being 40 in total, yeah. Jesus. I mean, he's uh, so ladies. He has very strong arms. Um, I don't, I, I don't know if he's single, but you know what? I mean, you can just come watch him work. It's he's a, great. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's great. <laughs> the real reason that um, we wanted to bring in Derek special is a because he's a friend of the show, and b because he is fresh off of a really cool award, the very first contest that Bruheim ever entered anything in. Um, they got the bronze medal, and it was for Blackberry Lager for our Blackberry saison, saison, otherwise known as the Brambillon saison. Was that the one you shared with us on the episode that was supposed to be released at the event, or? I can't remember. No, we end up having a little bit of the Ethiopian coffee saison yeah, that was after afterwards. That. Okay, so that a was similar that. base beer, um, but yeah, different like addition that there. But this one we made that with like has to get to a contest also. You're gonna win something for that. I hope so. That'd be awesome. Uh, yeah, I might like think about submitting that to like GABF or something down the line. But it's that's had some good reception so far. It's um, so yummy. Yeah, the blackberry one though that was made with actual like blackberries and, and lots of them, and it happened to you know it came together really good and it, and it worked. Yeah, we end up sticking home a bronze for it. So the fruited belts and stuff. It's sort of a, a similar um, concept where you take a you know a, the bitterness of the saison and pair it with uh, something else that also has complementary. It's, it's bitterness on bitterness, but somehow it complements it anyway. I don't know how that works. Yeah, it works out just great. Yeah, and I think the Belgian yeast itself, with that sort of like floral character, kind of helps lend to it too, and brings out a little bit more of that fruitiness with like the the blackberries and whatnot. But no, it it, it ended up being it's sort of like once it won, I kind of had to revisit it myself. Because I mean, I hadn't really—that's not my style per se. So I don't—you won't see me drinking a pint of it in the tasting room. But once it like metal, I was like, let me let me give it a try. And I was like, this actually isn't too bad at all. You know? Yeah, <laughs> so totally. I was pretty stoked that like it did well. Well, especially when it's like with uh, your your little bit of vision and you know creativity on it, I'm sure you're gonna like spin it to your liking yeah. as opposed to someone else's so for sure yeah and I, I try to go pretty like delicate on like my fruit flavors with a couple exceptions but um, uh, yeah no, it, it works out really awesome congratulations we're incredibly proud of you and yeah 
you know, we were, we were saying uh, when Dan and Eric were sitting down with us, you know, just how, how happy we were that we, uh, you know, started at the same time. You know, you guys had your grand opening, we had the first episode, and uh, you guys are literally the original friends of the show, and we couldn't yeah. be more proud that you guys yeah. won an award on your first half. That's amazing. Well, thanks, man. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're pretty stoked, too, and we're happy to be friends with the pop, so. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, quick question. Are you working next Tuesday? Next Tuesday, yeah. Are you yes. going to be in there? I'll be in there. Okay, let's go in, because I want to go to that Angel game. Vlad Jr. Uh, from the Blue Jays is in town. Oh, right on. Yeah, All right. Yeah. 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 I, so, I guess I beat. just got sucked into going to the Angels. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. We'll so get drink, too. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it. All right. Well, we'll see you then, Derek. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, guys. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. And uh, hello. And we uh, just got a surprise visit from uh, the folks over at Let's Have Some Beer. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourselves. Sure. Well, my name is Jeff, and uh, I have a YouTube channel. It basically covers craft, the craft beer scene in all of SoCal. We do travel outside of SoCal, but mostly we're covering your Orange County beer scene, San Diego, LA. We basically just review beers. We go to different breweries and review the beers. We do beer reviews from home, so all those special can releases that come out, people want to know how good it really is. We let you know. Um, and then I also do some homebrew episodes where I give tutorials and teach people how to brew beer from home. Oh, awesome! So oh, you're very fantastic. yeah, you're so you're, you're very knowledgeable, obviously. Then so. well, but trust me, I'm not as knowledgeable as some of the people out there. But you know, I'm learning as I go along. Have you uh, done any collabs with any breweries or brewers? Yet? Actually, I'm I'm in uh, the talks with Santa Ana River Brewing Company. Okay. Uh, they want to do a collab with us, and uh, I'm looking really forward to it. That's that awesome. Is, that's one of the tents that I haven't spoken to yet. We're gonna trust you to make the introduction here in a minute. They they are great guys. Uh, they just had their grand opening a couple months ago, but I actually met them at the Invitational, the OC Brewers Guild Invitational, two years ago. And oh, tried okay. their beer, and I was such a huge fan. I've been following them ever since, and they've been pushing and pushing to open their brewery, and now it's it's finally come to fruition. So I'm so stoked, and I'm honored for them to offer to work with us. I think that'll be a really awesome experience. They have a really funny motto that I noticed on their uh, their lean to. Um, it's a uh, is it more hops than brains? Is that yep. the motto? <laughs> more hops than brains. Yeah. They specialize in IPAs, hazy, West Coast, you name it. Uh, they do some really creative stuff with it. Um, some of my favorite IPAs have come out of that brewery, for sure. Good to know. I guess yeah. we're going to go walk over there after this, then. Yes, we're definitely getting getting into hoppier territory here as the day goes on, I'm sure. <laughs> well, I will let you know, too, they have a, a hazy IPA. It's only like 4.3% or something, uh, okay. which is something I love because when you get to that low ABV, especially when it comes to IPAs, you're thinking it's going to be way too sessionable, like watered down second runnings kind of deal. Totally. Not at all, man. This thing is packed with flavor. It's fantastic. Okay. I've never heard yes. that expression, second runnings, before. I like that. Yeah, second runnings. <laughs> I've never heard that before. Oh, I like yeah. that one. I've heard it for other things, but not beer. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a family show, Connor. <laughs> not, not today, it's not. No, we're, no, we're out we're in the wild fun. today. Yeah. We're usually out at uh, out at breweries, um, interviewing in, in the breweries, but 
news. We're flying by the seat of our pants today. So. I almost like this better. We're making I'm very, very improvisational. I mean, yeah. that, that's one of the challenges of it. We we talked before we came out here today with a game plan. Here's exactly what we're going to do. Yeah. And every single time, it never goes the way that it's planned. Yeah. And usually by the end of the day, you're so hammered that you, you don't even care anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little worried about getting sloshed in this. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is a great place to do it, though, man. Yeah. Incredible breweries are here. I know. Every, anybody who's anybody is here. I mean, all of the award-winning brewers from Orange County, they're hanging out, having a good time. They brought their best lineup. I mean, it's incredible. So, If you get a chance, uh, stop by the OC Brewers Guild tent. Uh, they have a collaboration beer. It was brewed at Taps uh, Brewery and Barrel Room. Okay. And it was a collaboration beer with just about every brewery in Orange County. It's no called way. My Zest Friends. It's a citrus IPA. Uh, 6.9%. I just had it. Fantastic. All right. How does that even work if you have that many, you know, chefs in the kitchen? Everybody I mean, just dropped I mean, to be honest with you, I don't know what the process is when, when, when you have that many hands in the honey pot. But my guess is, is that they all kind of find their own way to contribute. Mm. So maybe someone provides their hop, somebody helps build the recipe. Yeah. And then, I mean, for me, when I do home brews from home, it's a... It's always a good time. Like I'll have friends come over, and someone pours the hops in. Somebody mashes in. Yeah. Somebody, you know, everybody like plays their little part in creating it. Totally. Yeah. yeah we're gonna have to we're gonna have to dig into that. What's the name of it? One more time. It's called My Zest Friends. My Zest. And oh, it's coming out in bottles from Tap Brewery and Barrel Room. You can order them. I believe it was released just recently, but and that's what a, that's a, that's a brewery in Tustin, right? Yes. Okay. They have restaurants. This is they like they just opened this year or last year a brewery and barrel room. Yeah, that's where they brewed. That's a great spot, by the oh way. Oh my god, yeah. so awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we really appreciate you folks hanging out with us. Uh, let's yeah. have some beer. Uh, Thanks for uh, having us. Yeah, we'll definitely be working with you folks soon. I mean, just it's say we're media. just audio right now, but. Uh, you guys seem like you've got the YouTube channel and the, the visuals, so. Come on over, guys. Water's fine. All right. The future is now. A little bit, yeah. We're, um, we're talking to people about maybe doing a brew day or a collaboration, um, and that's definitely more of a filming thing than it is a uh, audio podcast type thing. So we'll be in touch real soon if we can work something out like that. That'd be great. Awesome. Definitely. That'd be dope. Well, right. cheers. Thank you, Joe. Cheers, yeah. guys. I'm empty. I need a new one. All right, man. Thank you. We'll talk soon. Nice to meet you guys. We're on. Um, we are back, and we stole uh, Lee Brewer, Dave. Uh, I'm sorry, Dave. I already knew your last name. Paul. Dave Hall from Chapman. Uh, those of you who have been listening to the podcast, you may, may remember that we were at Chapman Craftage interviewing Will D uh, about a month ago, and we met Dave that day. He was working. And um, he's a friend of the show, and uh, now we know a fan of the show. <laughs> so you're here with uh, Chapman Crafted today. Can you tell us uh, what, what you guys brought over? Uh, today we have uh, Sir Thicks a lot. It's a pastry stout, uh, a lactose, and, and uh, almonds, cow vanilla, uh, coconuts. Uh, very big, very sweet beer. We're gonna have to try that. Yeah, we're trying to get to everything, but that is a. You can tell that's a special release because that is a little bit out of character for Chapman. Chapman's a little bit usually um, more down the line. This is this is a big beer. This is something special for you guys, huh? Yeah, we haven't done. I mean, we've done beers like that before, but uh, it's something that we might maybe do a 
more of. Okay. We also brought some of our, our more mainstays. We brought uh, Slow Riser, that's our red ale. A nitro red ale beer. with the coffee. We tried that, uh, I think it was the holiday blend that we tried during the episode, and that was very yummy. Right on. This is the this is the coffee from Stereoscope. Uh, they provide the coffee for the current batch in the What, uh, can you say the name again and tell us where they're from? Uh, Stereoscope. Yep. Yeah, local coffee roasters. Okay. They made that for us. Uh, and then uh, we also have a uh, milkshake IPA. Uh, it's got Super Smooth, is, uh, this is our series of milkshake IPAs that we do. It's got uh, orange peel, lactose, uh, uh, galaxy, synthops. So I have tried a couple of milkshake, quote-unquote milkshake IPAs, and they seem to, um, maybe it was just my personal experience, but uh, they seem to vary wildly. Um, tell us what you do to yours, and because uh, you guys are, if I had, if I went in blind and I was trying a new style of beer that I hadn't tried before, I would trust you guys to have a pretty accurate representation of, uh, of that style. Um, tell us what you're doing with your milkshake IPAs. Uh, for us, it starts with a lot like our other easy IPAs start out. It's going to be a healthy amount of malted meat, unmalted meat, uh, oats, nuts varied, but usually some flaked oats and uh, some malted oats. And then we'll mash with a really high temp, high 150s. Uh, and then for our milkshakes, they'll get a, a really big dose of lactose. Uh, Unfermentables and creaminess. And then lately we've been using some vanilla, and then as well we have the uh, beer that we can, uh, which is the boysenberry super smooth. We've had uh, boysenberry, a lot of boysenberry puree, as well as uh, vanilla bean. So that'd be almost like a boysenberry malted type, uh, type flavor with the beer? Yeah. Okay. Um, and then uh, you're still doing the, um, are they calling it the Zodiac series? Yeah, we just started that about two months ago. You know, the first one was Aries. What, what have you got right now? Uh, what's coming out? I think it's uh, might be today. Oh, okay. Uh, coming out the, the next one in the series, which is Taurus. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. What's that, that, uh, that Aries was great. Yeah, that was, really that, was, like that was my favorite one that day. It was awesome. It was way too drinkable. It was like, damn it. You're going to get, really get trashed. Yeah. Um, so tell us about Taurus. Um, go try the areas if there's any left, uh, obviously. But um, tell us about Taurus and uh, what the, the new twist is with the different teams. Well, the hops are going to change with, with each release. Uh, so uh, this one's got uh, Strata, which is one of the featured hops in that beer. Uh, a lot of people probably don't, don't know a lot about yet, but uh, definitely. Tell, tell us about the Strata Hops, what's the flavor profile on that? Dang. The folks that like uh, really, you know, that, that, that type of hop. Okay. Yeah. Um, it, it pairs really well with the Galaxy or Citra. Or, or and it just kind of goes along with all the hops in that. Alright, so your, well. uh, your Strata is going to be like your base note a little bit. Um, yeah, you'll, you'll definitely taste it in that beer. Alright. Alright, well that's the Taurus, and that's the second in the Zodiac series, the first was Harry's, and we tasted that uh, during our episode with uh, Chapman Crafted, and uh, we definitely liked it, so uh, definitely are going to stop in and try the, the Taurus very soon. It, uh, thank you for sitting down with us, Dave, yeah, and telling us what, you, uh, what Chapman uh, brought over here. Yeah, I appreciate it. It's been a pleasure, and uh, Tell yeah, us, actually, before I let you go, let me ask you one more question. 
uh, when it comes to the OC Brewers Guild, uh, Chapman's pretty involved, it seems like. Uh, do you guys have a, uh, I don't know, I don't want to say favorite member status, but it's something close to that, it feels like. Uh, I didn't know that, but that's awesome. <laughs> Very cool. uh, yeah, I mean, Chapman Crafted is, is always been focused on the community. Uh, you know, Will D, who's our founder and general manager, is very much a part of the city of Orange, and he's on the uh, board of commerce. And uh, so anything community-related, he wants to be a part of and make sure that this company well, uh, this is a this is a great event. So uh, we're we're happy to see you guys, and we're happy to have a chance to talk to you uh, specifically because we know how hard you're working over there at Chapman. We saw you yeah. on that day that we were there, yeah. getting a, a really nice tour. So thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah, yeah. it's been fun. Cheers, right, man. I'll see you guys again soon. Yeah. Cheers. Really cool. I like your guys' show. Thank you. Thank appreciate you. That. Appreciate that. Did you hear that? He likes it, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we are here with Mike from Santa Ana River Brewing Company. What's going on, Mike? Oh, just having a good time at the beer fest. Uh, we rolled out with three beers today. We got a uh, Session IPA, a Hazy Pale Ale, and a West Coast style single hop Citra IPA. So uh, we have not been, you're new, you're like two months new, right? Yeah, just over two months. We have not been to your tasting room yet. Uh, where are you guys located? We are about three miles south of where we're currently at, down Harbor and Warner, our biggest cross streets. Okay. Uh, 3480 West Warner Avenue. All right, so you guys are like brand spanking new. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourselves. Uh, me and the other owner, unfortunately, he couldn't be here today. Um, He's away on work. Uh, we started as home brewers. We were roommates at the time about seven years ago. And uh, we got way into it and uh, took over the whole garage. We were uh, at the house we were renting at the time and uh, kind of went from there, started doing a lot of beer fest and competitions, getting feedback, you know, tweaking our recipes. And, uh, you know, eventually we decided to look into what it would take to get a building locked down and all the permits. And close to three years ago, we got our lease signed and took us about two and a half years to wow. get all permitted and open and, you know, to open our doors to the public and start drinking the beers out. And uh, you're, you're located in Santa Ana. How yeah. was this? How was dealing with the city? It sounded like uh, two uh, years is a I long time. I want to plead the fifth on that. <laughs> I don't want them coming for my ass. Yeah, no, but, I'm good. I'm just know, saying. I yeah. wouldn't put it all on them. Yeah. You know? A lot of it was we didn't really know what we were doing because we've never opened a brewery before. Fair, yeah. We were very optimistic on our timeline at first, and we about doubled it. So <laughs> that's you know, awesome. It sounds pretty typical for most breweries. Yeah. You think it's going to be a year? Everyone laughs at you, tells you, "Well, two plus." It's about what we were at. Yeah. So yeah. tell us, um, <laughs> tell us what you brought today, and then tell us about uh, what uh, some of your bread and butter, like everyday beers, are. So yeah, today we brought our uh, Session IPA, real light, 4.2%. It's called the Blaze Sesh. We brought a uh, hazy pale ale called the Hop Circles, and that's about 5.5%. That has mosaic and equinox hops in it. And then we have a West Coast single hop IPA called Par for the Course, and that's all citric cryo hops, and cryo hops are a new hot product on the market it's only been around a couple years but we're really excited to be using it we love it 
and the origin of that name part for the course is because uh, it was one of our first batches we scaled up and we didn't necessarily hit our starting gravity numbers it was supposed to be a little bit higher but um, what we've heard from the brewing industry it's pretty common so we just renamed it called it part for the course <laughs> there you <laughs> so, go <laughs> You're brand new and you have a, a great motto, more hops than brains. And uh, you, I guess you're specializing in IPAs, it sounds like. Yes, IPAs and doubles. Our flagship beer is a double IPA called More Hops Than Brains. We use Simcoe, Mosaic, and Citra. Some of the best hops around, at least we think that. Um, it's uh, We go for very dry beers, low bitterness, but explosive hop aroma and flavor. Now, usually when people uh, say hops, they think bitter. Um, you're saying you want, you're want you shooting for something drier that's got more of a hop flavor without the bitterness. Yes. What's the technique there? What are you shooting for? How are you doing that? So bitterness is mostly, they call it isomerization of alpha acids. And that base is based on how long you boil the hops for on the hot side when you're brewing the beer. So we do very minimal hot side, long time boiling of hops. So we really backload it towards the whirlpool when we're starting to chill the wart down and then we do a ton of dry hopping, usually two rounds. So you're, you're putting the hops in when you're chilling? Um, well we do a big, they call it a whirlpool. Right. So right before you chill it. So okay, it, it's okay. not sitting at boiling because the longer it boils the more isomerization occurs which yep. is you're extracting bitterness the IBU units you'll see on beer sometimes is what that correlates to. Uh, Mike from Unsung on one of our episodes talked a little bit about this. So this is trying to get the hop flavor yeah. without the hop bitterness. Exactly. And to do that, you're doing um, a finishing hop technique. Basically, yeah, right? we do a little bit of a first wort technique. They call it right before boiling, which changes the chemistry of how it breaks out those acids a little bit. So it's not as much of a harsh bitterness, a little smoother. And then we'll do more on the back end for at least our West Coast style. The hazy IPAs, we don't do any um, bittering additions, just a whirlpool and dry hopping. Oh, so to that me, sounds edgy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, I don't know. You well, tell me. Yeah, to me, um, you know, like you said, a lot of people correlate IPA with being bitter mm, yeah. and harsh, where it doesn't have to be that way. You can have a ton of explosive pop aroma and flavor without having that bite and that bitterness and the oily kind of astringency that can linger from that. Well, so, I'm, a, I'm intrigued. Um, if it's if it's cool with you, we'd like to set a date to come and uh, do a full episode with you when you get a chance. Cool. I'd cool. love to hear more about the technique. Honestly, I'd like to kind of videotape some of it. Too. Yeah. I think that sounds really interesting, and it's a, it sounds a little bit different than um, what we've been hearing about, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, okay. the whirlpool technique, I mean, like, as far... It doesn't sound like you, like you said, you're not over over hopping anything. You're just kind of trying to let the natural flavor come out to mm -hmm. some certain extent. You're not trying to just over explode it and make, you know, yeah. run people away. Yeah, but. I, I don't like super bitter beers either. So I feel like a lot of people who come into our tap room are really surprised that they're drinking a double IPA and it's not, you know. They're not chewing it. Exactly. Yeah. And it's yeah. not making them make the, the bitter face or whatever you want to call it you know you're getting a lot of people who traditionally say they don't like IPAs because of what they associate with and I think we're trying to you know create a different realm for people to enjoy hoppy beers in 
I think, you know, the hazy trend has really helped with that too because that's kind of where that technique started. They really don't do any bittering additions. Mm. It's either they shoot for almost like a 0 to 20 IBU, so very minimal bittering at all in any, and then a ton of dry hopping. So you're really not, because hop oils are very volatile, so the more you boil them or expose them to heat, they're going to disappear. So, you know, we try to really keep those in the beer and let uh, the aroma and the flavor come through. Awesome. All right, well, we're all in, I think, on that. Yeah. I think we definitely want to try it. We're going to come by your tent. Yeah. Uh, all natural, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I've got uh, nine beers on tap right now, and every Thursday we do a rotating cast. Whatever beer's coming all line that week. Most weeks it's an IPA. So we'll do something different, whether we dry hop it even more in the cast or we put fruit in it or whatnot, whatever we uh, come up with that week. All right. Well, well thank yeah. you very much yeah. for sitting down with us. Santa um, Ana we'll be... River Brewing. Yep. 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 We'll, we'll be in cool. touch. We want to we wanna come by and see what you got going on and do a full episode if you're, if you're available. Definitely down. Awesome. Right. Thank, thank you so much, brother. All right. Yes. <laughs> we're, we're all about that thank stuff. You guys. Yeah, thank no you. problem. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, you you are live and welcome, Laguna Beach Beer Company. What's going on? Yeah, enjoying uh, the good beer out here. A lot of good brewers. Yeah. This is like an industry event. This is everybody who's brewing coming and tasting releases from other people who are brewing. I am I am shocked at how it's open to the public, but this is a little bit exclusive. This is a little bit VIP today. It absolutely is, and some of the worst kind of best breweries are here. Yeah. Pretty stoked. So, uh, what'd you uh, bring over today? What What's on the list? Today we got two beers. We've got our uh, Laguna Ticks. It's a hazy IPA. And that one... Uh, I think I'm drinking that right now, actually. I believe you might be. They also have the Guava Hepalice, which we call Guava Guava. Um, both are... Uh, the Guava will probably become a year-round beer by demand. And the Laguna Ticks is our number one selling beer. So you are down by the Sawdust Festival uh, at the end of Laguna Canyon, yeah. and then there's another tasting room, is that right? That's right. Yeah. Where's so that? We have the brewery itself is actually in Rancho Santa Margarita. Okay. And there's a kitchen there, and then the tap room, as you mentioned, is in Laguna Canyon with a full kitchen there as well. Okay. That's about a year old this May. Memorial Day weekend will be one year. Nice. What uh, what kind of food are you doing out of the kitchen? We've got a killer pizza oven, doing flatbreads in there, uh, sandwiches, we've got appetizers, pretzels, tamale, some vegetarian options, we've got mac and cheese, meat and cheese boards, all the good stuff that goes in here. So yeah, a little bit of everything. Yes. We're yeah. uh, safe for the food. There you go. Where is that in Rancho Foxy? Uh, we took over the old Cis Montaigne brewing facility two years ago. That's right. I heard about that. Exactly. And finally just upgraded our brewing system. So uh, we believe you'll taste the difference uh, on the newer equipment. And uh, come and check us out. We've got uh, 21 taps in Rancho and 24 taps in Laguna. Wow. Also, uh, featuring some guest beers as well. So we know that every group brings a different crowd. And some people don't drink beer. So they're cider, sour, kombucha, wine. The neighborhood. The kombucha trend is uh, it's getting heavy out there. It's a good one. The June shines in the morning. Yeah. Bootstraps. It's pretty popular. Yeah. That's, uh, that's very Laguna-y. That's good. <laughs> it's, uh, only reason it's people are asking for it. So, uh, I, hey, man. That, that's, you know, we're so used to it because we live out here. You know, we associate um, different neighborhoods and different towns with, like, a certain vibe. <laughs> and we kind of chuckle at it because it gets to be a little cliche after a while. But to people who aren't from here... That's new. It's it's stuff that they're only hearing about on TV. I mean, 
you know, you have to watch some show to even know what kombucha is if you live in, you know, Chicago. Right, right. So, it's, it's West, West Coast has its own vibe. It does, absolutely. And Beach has that normal niche too. That laid back, local, kind of surf town, artist town, hippie town. West Coast, the best coast. That's right, that's right. <laughs> um, well, we're thrilled. I'm drinking the Lunatics. It appears it tastes like uh, honeydew. Yeah, all the citrus and honeydew. Yes, it does. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Taking a sip out of your coffee. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> um, no, it's uh, it's cleaner uh, than a lot of IPAs actually. It's got a, it's got a crispness to it. It's not heavy. Yeah, our brewer Brandon Maxson, he came from Crazy Mountain in Colorado, um, with artifacts for a little bit, and now he's in Boston. He does like the brew, brew the crisper, drier styles. Okay. He has the London haze yeast. Well, we keep hearing more and more about uh, brewers who've been, you know, a couple different places, kind of float around. Yeah. Um, but that obviously there there's personalities and politics to all that sort of thing. But um, I think it's really great that you know, let's say somebody's been working at a certain place for a couple of years and they want to try something different. They have a lot of options. You know, it's not even really poaching at that point. It's just uh, community. Absolutely. And all the brewers, we've got friends and uh, former employees that come on these pets. That's just the way the industry works. The neighborhood. Yeah. Um, that's what we love about it. It's the gathering spot. You know, we have the taster room the gathering spot for the neighborhood. Yeah. And break bread over some good beer. Yeah. I mean, there's a few rivalries I'm not going to mention, but that I'm aware that I am aware of. But uh, I would say about like 80 per- 85% of the community is just everybody's having a good time they're just, they just they have one goal make a good product make a community make a vibe share their little blend of it and you know kick back and enjoy it i mean uh, share your share your art i mean it's a it's, a, it's all you can really see it at an event like this like yeah it is. Definitely. this is in real time almost everybody here is friends and family of people who make beer and they're going around to the tents and tasting to see what's out there everybody's hugging you know <laughs> Holding hands. Okay. The rainbow's coming out soon. Yeah, I love you, man. <laughs> I love you, man. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's uh, I, I mean, it's great. It's great that you come. You you're able to come this event too. So you obviously everybody here is on the Orange County Brewers Guild. That's right. They're so so. Could you tell us a little bit about the Orange County Brewers Guild? Is it like some hierarchy? Is it like secretive? Do you have to knight each other? What's the deal? They're Masonic? Is that what you said? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, no, you just join in as a member. And, you don't um, have to sacrifice your firstborn or anything? Yes, you have to throw your baby into the fermenter. <laughs> That's uh, messed up. Yeah, right? I just went to a dark place. <laughs> no, I just, I just think that would be a special release, and now I'm interested. Yeah, right? Well, Game of Thrones is, is tomorrow. That's true. You know, That's right. There's that new baby smell, you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and just like that, the podcast got canceled. Yeah, sorry, ratings, guys. I'm sorry. It's fine. We don't have any of those. It's okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Good times, see? Yeah, absolutely. That is funny, though. That's the. Uh, I feel like the next uh, the next brewer we have on, we should be like so. To get into the Brewers Guild, you had to you had to put a baby in the fermenter, right? Is it just the placenta? They just change it. The story more. It's like by the end of the day, it's like you have to sacrifice a baby over the fermenter with a knife, and then you got to roast them, and then you got to do this. <laughs> there's so many. Right? There's so many steps. We're we stuck. Well, you know, there's so many styles when it comes to fermenting. 
it's gonna cap and whatever else. You know? <laughs> might have to edit this out. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> so <the> two years, <laughs> email Erica. You know, yeah. you, uh, sign up and you get to do fun events like this. They do training, off flavor beer courses for general public or for members. They come in and Facebook bad beer tasting. Uh, so it's kind of a cool organization that is very supportive from a marketing standpoint. On they get information out. We host meetings. Uh, educational. Yeah, definitely. I'm really glad you mentioned Erica by name. Uh, I found her on Facebook kind of just by asking uh, if the podcast could come here today, and she was amazing and supportive. So, Erica, if you're listening, thank you so much. Um, this has been great. You did a really good job on the event, and uh, bless you for letting us come and set up a table. Thank you so much. Yeah, Erica, cheers. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right, well, thank you. This is Rob from the Laguna Beach Beer Company, and remember, they do not actually ferment beer. No, we do not. And their beer is really good, and you should go check out the tasting room in Rancho Santa Margarita, or if you are down towards Laguna Beach um, by the Sawdust Festival, they have a tasting room there. Uh, were you there the other night when what? we uh, when we got no? It was Matt. You weren't Matt. there that night. No. Uh, Matt, who's with us today, we went down to the, with us today. We went down to Laguna Beach um, like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and I cannot tell you any of those stories. We got, okay. we, got yeah. we had way too much fun. Oh, that's good. Good. Well, we got tons of stuff going on, like trivia, live music, on reggae Sundays, oh, happy yeah. hour, three to six, Monday through Friday. Uh, we're working on the initial planning stages of a festival in the fall. Awesome. Uh, music and beer festival similar to the ones that you're witnessing today. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Well, we hope you'll uh, keep us in mind. We could uh, come do the same kind yeah. of thing over here. Yeah. Thanks for spreading the good vibes of beer. Yeah, man. Well, thank you, man. Appreciate thank you. it. Thanks for, yeah. thanks for sitting with us. We'll talk to you soon, man. I, I'm liking this. Are you liking this, Dan? We're going to get in some trouble. We're going to get in so much trouble. We're on. Hello from uh, Mike Hess, is it? Hello. Yeah, yeah, Mike Hess Brewing out of San Diego. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, so Matt, I, Matt, what's your title there at Mike Hess? I don't know what day is it. Nice. I'm the events manager for Mike Hess, so I handle all of our uh, external events outside of the brewery. Um, anything charitable related. So you're the party mongrel. It's it's funny. Somebody said that last night. I said, you know what? When you do it every day, it doesn't feel like a party anymore, does it? Yeah. I know, right? I mean, we're, we're getting handed some beers from All-American now, aren't we? I noticed there's only three cups. Did they? Oh! I looked back a second ago and there were only three people. Friend of the show, Ryan McHugh, has brought us uh, brought us some tasters. Uh, All-American was our uh, second second episode ever. Second? Yeah. And uh, so he was he's very much a friend of the show here. Awesome. Let's get this over it's here. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Cheers, cheers. It's just, it's just, uh, it won't stop flowing today. It's um, the name of the game, right? What is it about 140, right? Yeah, what? Everybody's still up, right? Yeah, yeah mostly for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's starting to get a little bit, a little tipsy teetery. Yeah. But uh, anyways, we're we're uh, we're talking about my guess. We are. Um, Sorry. No, we're good. Um, Thank you. Uh, more beer. Um, so tell us, San Diego, how did it start? What, San what happened? Yeah. Um, Who's see if Mike? I can do the uh, quick story version of it. Uh, we opened the original Nano Brewery in San Diego in 2010. You couldn't buy one. Three Hang on, what's a Nano Brewery? Nano Brewery, small batch. There you go. We made 50 go. gallons of beer at a time. Okay. Uh, in 2010, you couldn't go out and buy one, three, five barrel brew system like you can today. Mm. Um, so we opened up and uh, we sold out a beer first day. Shut down in three weeks, make beer, let ferment, open up. Shut down that day again. Uh, we repeated the cycle for a while until they said, all right, maybe this is going to work. 
So uh, they built a production facility in North Park. We've been brewing beer there for six years now on a 30-barrel system. Awesome. Um, and yeah, it's kind of like, you know, Thomas the Train or whatever. The little brewery that could. The little so brewery. Just, just plug it away. <laughs> I like that. In the shadow of all those big guys in San Diego. But, you know, we're doing 30, all right. 30 barrel is nothing to sneeze at. That's, that's, a, big, yeah. that's a big system. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're kind of outgrowing our own little... Well, I was uh, I was telling you uh, right before we started recording you um, that I was at a I was at a rave event I think Nocturnal or yeah. something at San Bernardino and they were selling your beer and I was like yes because there's never really good beer at those events yeah 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 because it's a bunch of kids uh, doing other things yeah yeah, yeah yeah um, so I was super stoked and um, you guys uh, are infamous for. The, the open pop the pop top. Yeah, open mics. That's it's yeah. it's like the coolest thing. I don't know why everybody doesn't do it. Is it more expensive? What's the yeah, what's so the gist there on is that? some of that and that's actually I'm glad you knew that. That's why I brought cans over. I'm yeah. like, hey, let's do this, let's do the whole deal. Yeah. Um, what it is basically is you open the can and turns it into a cup for you. What that does is wherever you're drinking beer, um, if you're camping, fishing, tailgating, pool, beach, party, whatever. It basically turns the can to a cup, as I said, allowing you to enjoy the aroma of the beer out of the can. So, you know, yeah. a lot of us breweries that we make, go to make these nice big aromatic IPAs, and when you drink it out of a traditional opening can, you can't smell anything. No, yeah. So you're missing pretty hefty, you know, part of the beer. And we'll yeah. you enjoy. So we're going to take a couple pictures after this uh, after this hit, but um, for those of us who don't really know what we're talking about here, um, you're about to open the can, and instead of can, just a yeah. little hole just like in a soda can, listen to this. Listen to it. Oh. And then you pull the entire yeah. lid off. How many of you just had cats come running? Dude. That's pretty bad. <laughs> right? That's kind of how I describe it. I'm like, it's like a can of cat food, but way more fun inside. For, for men. And the, the only reason that smells a lot better is uh, I was I was, when I was at my girlfriend's house and I was like, grabbed myself a beer and I opened it up and her cat just like looked at me, meow, meow. And I'm like, what is going on? And I realized it's that metal peel sound. Yeah. And the cat freaked out. So ever since then, I've just always laughed. I'm like, people are like, why does your can do that? And I was it's like a can of cat we're all cats. Yeah, I'm telling story. you, if people start figuring out that they can do that, that is going to be you're you're going to be a trendsetter, huge trendsetter. Yeah, we like, we like to think we are, uh, but you you were correct. Um, this uh, top is manufactured in uh, Florida, okay. So there certainly is a, an added expense in getting it here. So okay, it that makes more sense. More than your traditional top on a can. Um, but it's so stylish. It's, it's ours. Cool. We love it. it is. That's, that's you know. really the right word. Yeah. It, you know, if you're going to put an IPA in a can and you want people to appreciate the nose and drink it out of the can without putting it into a mug. Which, ironically, I just poured it into a plastic cup. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, please, yeah, here, yeah, yeah. Play, you enjoy it out of the can. Okay, I'll enjoy it out of the can. Yeah, so a little the bit. point being that the nose gets to come out. Exactly. And you, uh, you can get all sciencey and talk about olfactory glands and all that, but that's not so, oh no, my uh, my brother has a PhD in psychology, oh, and there we uh, go. that's pretty much uh, all of his clinical work had to do with uh, olfactory. Uh, wait a minute, hang on, let me try and say it in a way that people can understand. Uh, you know how when you get old, you get cataracts and you get more deaf. Um, he studied uh, how uh, as you age, your smell goes also, um, and uh, did a lot of studies that found like when your when your sense of smell starts to go. You're really in trouble when it comes to aging. That's uh, that's when it gets closer and closer to the end, which makes sense. You know, you would imagine almost all animals have that same problem. Yeah. But uh, you know, 
Okay, you're looking at me like I've gone way off the tracks. No, I'm just listening. Okay, okay. There's a bunch uh, of beer news going, what? Yeah. <laughs> at any rate, I'm going to die. I can't smell. At, at any rate, people, I was going to say people who enjoy hops probably won't have that problem because we enjoy being smells and being aromatics from our beer. It's, uh, it definitely helps, I'll say, the open can. And we're drinking Hot Cloud. Hot and it, cloud. Like, it looks like it has Dan uh, in his younger years yeah. on the on No, the can. it looks like you with a beard. It looks like because of the glasses. <laughs> I do wear flannels. Yeah. I would say it's a, it's like one of those lumberjack hipsters, and he's got clouds of hops in his hands. And uh, it's exactly what it is. So for us, uh, you know, really, it was always oh, just to focus on very clean, traditional style beers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say that's clean out of the can. It wasn't until BJCP said, hey, guess what? We now have a New England style IPA category, the hazy IPAs. And uh, Mike let our brewers make one. And uh, like the rest of San Diego and probably the world, everybody's in love with it now. So Hop Cloud, since the beer was so off-brand for us, we went kind of crazy with the can, too. And uh, just some fun, different artwork from what we normally do. And, uh, and yeah, it's it's got hipster, whoever, Bob, Steve, Powell, I don't know, man. He's just, he's, he's like, if you picture a hipster, if it's not the festival hat guy, it's this guy. Like a, <laughs> like, like an Adventure Time version of exactly. uh, the hipster. Exactly. Definitely Adventure Time. This dude's backpacking in Oregon or Colorado or California. You don't know. We're yeah. all saying, right? Yeah. And trees and beer. <laughs> and ladies. Um, <laughs> probably. Yeah, I mean, look at him. The other funny thing you look at that handsome devil. <laughs> he is, right? I mean, who wouldn't want to spend a night with this guy? I mean, I mean, like going out drinking. Yeah. But anyway, um, we've had a lot of fun with it because he literally is just someone with a pencil sketch through this guy. Okay. We have found him in the world. We found more than one of him. This is a real guy. That's we a real guy. I just didn't know it. I read some internet article that um, somebody was trying to sue uh, someone for using a stock photo, and they thought it was the guy thought it was him in the stock uh-huh. photo. But it wasn't. It was just a generic hipster person that looked just like the guy who was suing. And it was kind of ridiculous. But it, you know, it's proof that this uh, this trope, this style, is uh, maybe hit some kind of a peak. I guess. I just don't understand why you'd sue over that. I'd be flattered. I know, yeah. right? Season to season. I feel bad. I pulled out my phone because I'm trying to find a picture of a guy. Like, like I literally met this guy in the wild, and I felt so excited. <laughs> in the wild. The wild. It was, I'm not okay. It's like don't open dead. Yeah. House of Blues in San Diego. It's, um, I think they do it up here too. It's their local brews and grooves event. They have oh, a lot of local I've breweries, heard of a lot of local bands. And we were there and we were pouring this beer. And uh, at, this, at this point in time, this beer, we didn't can it. Um, this was draft only. And I'm sitting there pouring the beer and I see this guy across the room. And it's like, this guy's just like a love story, right? I guess. But it almost kind of is. And I said, come here, I, I need to show you something. It's like, this is my girlfriend, don't worry. I, I need to show you something. And I drag him over here. And uh, I know this makes great for it's a podcast. Him. Oh I'm my God. This guy. And you have him holding. <laughs> it's like, is that crazy or what? It's That's literally it. the guy on the can Rip in real shirt. life before the can was a thing. That's and amazing. I, I, just, I just freaked out because I was like, <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but you're actually a cartoon character and we've never met. Yeah. I'm your biggest fan. Yeah. What's, uh, what's the venue that we were at uh, a couple months ago in San Diego? 
Oh, the the music box? That's right. Yeah. And uh, we saw the Soul Rebels down there. I'm from New Orleans, and okay. uh, the Soul Rebels are a New Orleans brass band. And they were uh, all the way out here. Uh, they did a show in L.A. also, but uh, I wanted to see them in a club setting and take, uh, take my friends down there in a club setting because they're kind of a dance band. That music box venue is very nice. It's big, you know, it, obviously they've got to make their money, so, you know, drinks aren't that cheap. Right. But it is a sweet venue um, with good sound and uh, a really good dance floor. I don't know if you've made it down there yet, but it's so much fun. I have not been in there personally, but I do know if you walk around the neighborhood, you'll find a handful of tasting rooms for sure, because it's San Diego. That's right. <laughs> yeah, we went to Modern Times when we were down there yeah. on that trip, and we had a really... Honestly, we had, we, I can't even tell any more of the story because we had way too much fun during that trip. Uh, these, these are two guys that uh, went all the way to Louisiana to drink and watch football. So, yeah, there you uh, go. No, nothing Sounds comes like fun to me. Yeah, yeah. you know. We're, we're super fun to everybody. That's true. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening, you should come on vacation with us. <laughs> Always. Not in no creepy way. Um, no, that was creepy. That was meant in a little bit of a creepy way. But the first place we're going is Mike Hess. Thank you. Yeah. In San Diego, because we want to drink Hop Cloud right off the right off the keg. Right off yeah. the keg, yeah. I um, want to meet that man. Yeah, if you are down there, come on through. Uh, this isn't the only hazy one that we make. It's just the only one we package. Uh, we have a double hazy IPA. Uh, and there's a lot of other fun stuff. We've been making beer for a while. Uh, we're our ninth anniversary. Wow. So we're like, we're not as... Not as old as the big guys in San Diego, but a little ahead of kind of the boom. Yeah. Um, which is fortunately a good thing for us. We do have four locations down there. So, uh, as I mentioned, I think, I don't know, but our main you brewery. Four locations, four locations down there? In I San Diego, that. yeah. So, our main brewery in North Park. We have our original Nano Brewery in the Miramar area. Uh, we have a satellite tasting room in Ocean Beach, and we just opened one up in Imperial Beach uh, with City Tacos. Um, if you're from San Diego, you know City Tacos, and uh, it's it's an awesome spot. We got 3,000 square feet of beer garden space, oh. and it's just Cute. if you like drinking beer outside and eating tacos, man, is it heaven on earth? Uh, yeah. uh, that's pretty much that's, all I want to do when I'm in San Diego, actually. So yeah. that's perfect. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's just called California. Love it. it is true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's Southern California. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. They, down in San Diego, they kind of do that. They do it right. Yeah. Even, uh, when it comes to tacos and beer, they've got a a Baja vibe that's very different. A lot of try, a lot of Mexican restaurants try and uh, replicate the Baja vibe. But mm-hmm. when, when you're really down there and you're really experiencing it, it's a whole new thing. Something about being close to home because we don't know the best tacos are at TJ. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a big, uh, I'm a big believer in regional, regional food, regional beer. Yeah. You know, drinking drinking the right beer in the right region is a is a big deal. To you know, it's funny. One of my least favorite questions is uh, people go, "Well, what's your favorite beer?" And I'm like, "Man, that's, that's my favorite movie. It's got there's so much that comes into play. What am I yeah. doing?" I just ask what time what's is it. What's the weather like? Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, is it is it before ten? Because it could be yeah, a coffee stout. Yeah. 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 Am I at a rave in San Bernardino drinking Mike Huss? I don't even know how that happened, but I'm, it's kind of cool. Well, yeah. I was stoked. Made it up to 15 a little bit, I guess. Right? Yeah, I don't know how, but it was there, and it was great. But uh, thank you so much for sitting with us. Absolutely, you, guys. Uh, Thanks for having yeah. us. And, uh, We'd love to come down and do a full episode with you guys and hear the whole story. Yeah, really we'll, we'll give you the, the tour of uh, North Park, the Disneyland immersion version. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We'll appreciate that. In Orange County, right? You got Disneyland. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, thanks. Oh, thanks. Thank, thank you so much, guys. Appreciate it. From Mike Brewing, and uh, we'll see you guys real soon. Thank yep. you. Sounds good. Thank you. Cheers.
Hello, and we are with Emily, uh, the president of our regional... No, Orange County. Orange County. Orange County. Yeah. Kingsbridge. Sorry. Um, thanks for joining us. I love the hat. Thank you. It just says beer very large. So. Um, I'm a big a Beer Belly fan, and they sell these hats, and I have to have one. So yeah. It just says beer in ginormous letters. That's awesome. That's um. For our listeners who may not know, tell us what Pink Boots is. I just found out about it today myself, so uh, tell us all about it. I totally told you about Pink Boots. (laughs) All right, maybe. So Pink Boots in a nutshell is an international organization. And it's basically, if you make your living off of craft beer, or if you go to school for craft beer, and you're a woman, you can join this group. I just happen to be the the leader of our Orange County chapter. So it started by me and uh, Barbara... Back from Anaheim. Okay. And, uh, for our listeners, if you want to, if you happen to notice the logo, it's um like a pair of pink galoshes. Yeah. Right for uh for when you're sloshing around making beer. That's or exactly or, right. or pink boots. They're they're pink. They're cute, but they're also chemical proof and steel cell. Wow. There you go. So basically, the idea behind Pink Food Society is to further the education and advancement of women in, in craft rooms. That's so cool. That's yeah. awesome because I think uh, there was a there was a study or a stigma uh, recently I read where if uh, if uh, if people found out a beer was brewed by a woman. They were more judgmental towards it. They were less likely to drink it. I read that same yeah. exact thing. And I was like, what the f- It's crazy <laughs> Why? because, okay, am I allowed to cuss on this? Yeah, sure. You know, so, within reason. Okay. Yeah. It's a little bit bullshit because we just turned out, we have about like six collabs we did this year for International Women's Day. So we're pouring three of them right now. Uh-huh. And every three, all three of them are like just phenomenal. Uh-huh. Uh, we're doing one with Anaheim Brewery that's based off of a Lachouf recipe. Nice. Um, we did a, You're definitely going to have to stop and explain that for me and the listeners. Okay, oh, so Lachouf is a, a Belgian brewery that makes basically, um, if you're going to drink a Belgian Chapal, you want to drink Lachouf. It's the one with the gnome, right? It's the one with the gnome, yep. and it's delicious and authentic and ridiculous and epitome of what you would like a Belgian Chapal. Wow, I'm sold. Um, I'm in. Yeah. And then we also did a hazy that we're pouring, uh, it's a hazy pale ale with uh, Gamecraft, which is amazing and upcoming um, and local. And then we also did a regular pale ale that's a little bit more on the tropical side with bootleggers. So every year on International Women's Day, stop me from talking too much, probably. Oh no, continue. <laughs> every year on I thought, I thought you were a feminist. We're not supposed to talk, stop you if you're talking too much. I know, that's why I wear my bra next. There you go. We'll, we'll, see how talk, crunk, damn it. we'll see how crunk we get over here. Um, basically, every year on International Women's Day, everyone who's in Pink Food Society does collabs. Could be in England, could be in Southern California. All the chapters do collab, and we all use the same hot base. So this year we did a Yakima Chief hot base that was um, actually pre-selected at CCG last year by Pink Boots members. And um, okay, so you just used a lot of lingo all at once. Yes. So tell us about Yakima Chief hops. Okay, so Yakima Chief hops is one of the premier hop purveyors in I don't know the universe. I guess. In my universe. No, yeah. in the Milky Way. In the Milky Way. It's part of a galaxy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, true, yeah, whatever. And, like, out in the... <laughs> out in the ethers. Um, 
Don't let the so, podcasters drink. That's yes, the lesson is here. That's, or the lady that they have on interviewing. Um, so basically, uh, they're a farm that does hops for everyone in the United States. Basically, every brewery pretty much gets hops from them. Uh, so they, we got to select like a specialty blend this year at CBG, which is different. Like the Academy Awards of Craft Brewing. Did you say that's correct? Yeah, definitely. Um, so they did like a specialty blend, and then everyone who's in Zinkus that specialty blend in whatever their brew is. That's awesome. So that same uh, hot blend is in our Belgian Triple we did with Anaheim, it's in the Hazy Pale that we do with Gamecraft. It's in the regular pale that we do with bootleggers. We did a really cool hazy IPA with fun whale. Did a lager, or I'm sorry, a Kolsch with uh, the brewery. So basically everyone used that hot blend, but they're all different beers. That's so, so fun. wherever you are in Southern California and beyond, um, if you see a Pink Boots collaboration, you know that you're getting designer blend of hops exactly uh, fancy hops fancy bro and uh in a myriad of different styles wherever you are so uh exactly. support pink boots yeah. uh, especially if you are a female listening to this podcast and you have any interest in brewing or brewers yeah. you're going to want to support the cause on that yeah. and um if you work in craft beer I believe that the rule is uh, do you make your living from craft beer? If you're going to school for craft beer and you're getting college credits, you can join the Pink Boots Society. What about men? Can I, as a man, join the Pink Boots College let's, program? Hang on, it's just, you let's, have you different know. equipment and no. No, I'm, just, not, I'm, not, I'm not sure what pronoun we should use for yeah. Connor, but man, I don't know. I'm not sure. So I, I know just you, a beast. I, oh, no. So I know you know this, but craft beer is predominantly male. Oh, so this is it is really? what? Okay, you don't know I what know. you mean. I don't That's know. Sucky. I got confused because you didn't I, have a beard. I know. While we're talking about it, we could also use a few more minorities. So if you're interested, jump in. Exactly. So that's basically Pink Boots' mission is to kind of include all those hardworking women in craft beer and kind of help to advance them like education-wise. They do amazing scholarships for women quarterly. Really? But yeah. So that's awesome. I mean, one of the past ones, like they send someone to the Seattle Institute. I think it's amazing. That's wow. like the Harvard of beer. That is the Harvard of beer. Wow. Where's that located? Um. So you go to Chicago for a little that's bit, right. and then you. Actually, go to Belgium, here, or Germany. Mike, uh, Mike, Mike Kria from uh, um, Unsung was just telling us all about that. Uh, and Love me some Mike from Unsung. Yeah, shout out to Mike from Unsung. I love that dude. <laughs> Everybody does. I, I am his neighbor, so I might have a little bit of favoritism, but that's okay. We're a little bit biased towards him ourselves. Yeah. He has a good time. And then, um, yeah, in your, when I'm not um, chapter leader of the OC Pink Boots, I actually run the bar at the Iron Press in the Nice. Yeah. Waffles and sandwiches. Waffles. Waffles. Yeah. Sandwiches. Revolution. This woman does it all. <laughs> I don't know about that, but okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. I like that tagline. I'm going to go with it. You should get a tattoo. That's fucking awesome. 
Steel toe, baby. Steel toe. No, I like that about the pink boots. Yeah, yeah me too. I didn't know. Steel toe. Yeah. I mean, we all kind of constantly have the conversation of like, ah, I wish it wasn't pink boots. Because we're all such like kind of strong, independent characters. In our yeah, group. it does kind of add a little flair to it. But I think it's, I don't know, I think it's a cute idea more it's, than anything. I, I think well, it's. It is kind of ironic and serves its purpose. Yeah, I think. totally. You know, we just had to have this conversation. Um, out here on the West Coast, we, we tend to, you know, take things that are very stylish for the rest of the country. And, uh, you know, we hear it so many times that it starts to get a little bit cliche, but uh, it's not. You know, other, other parts of the country look up to um, some of the more stylish things that are going on out here. And I, re I realize pink boots may feel like it's a little bit on the nose, but I promise you, other people, when they see that, are saying, yes, that's women in gear, women in brewing, um, women who are trying to do something in a, in a field that's dominated by males. Ooh, so, yeah. you know, try not to, I don't know. Don't be a dick about it. Well, you know, just it's, it is what it is. You know, it's pink and it is what it is, but it's also, how else are you going to say it? You know, how else are you going to say feminist craft brewers without, you know, with a logo. I, I kind of tend to take, I know in my everyday life, I work with mostly men. Yeah. I try to take the subdued route and just be part of it. And whatever you can do, I'm going to try to do it twice as good as you. You know, twice, you know better yeah. if I can. I'm going to try to do it better just so I can keep up with you. But yeah. I think the pink aspect of it serves its purpose. You know exactly, exactly. what it is. That's, what I, that's really you know what I'm exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I agree with you. And I think it's just, uh, it's it's the perfect time more than any, uh, better than any, I would say, because, I mean, with the women's marches, I mean, the whole, uh, this whole uh, revolution, like I said earlier, I mean, uh, it, sounded like, it sounded like a joke earlier, but I was actually quite serious. It's, it's, it's amazing how uh, women are standing up and saying, you know what? <laughs> enough you know and it's like it's so great that there's another group especially this in an industry like you said run by men you know um you're tipping your toes in and actually back in the day historically women were the one that brewed beer. Say that. we were the so tavern keepers they were, we were the brewers yeah so um i don't know how it became a, a macho thing um but uh or a machismo thing if you will but uh it's just i don't know it's a great time uh for women to start standing up and you know sticking it to the man per se and saying <laughs> saying that we can do it just as good if not better than you so i mean uh, yeah for everyone listening in, I'm doing a lot of head nodding and smiling. Um, uh, you know, back in the day, in mythological times, there's no god of beer. There's a goddess of beer. That's right. And that's what I always like to remind people. Cheers to that. Cheers, Cheers to the goddess. Well, thank you for uh, for hanging out with us. Yeah, um, thank you so much. I'm thrilled to find out about your organization. And uh, if you are available, we'd love to do a full episode with Pink and hear about everything that you're doing. Heck yeah. And uh, what you're going to be doing next. Um, so we'll get together and do it real soon. I'm a terrible talker, but I would love that. No, you're, you're an lover. incredible talker. You're the best part of the podcast so far today. You really are. You're great. Thank Except you. for the guy who was talking about uh, Rob from Laguna uh, Brewing Company. We were talking to him about, you know, throwing babies in fermenters. So. I, mean, uh, I just had a baby. Let's do that. Oh, my God. <laughs> like four months ago. I'm back, you guys. I'm back into two 
speaking and working. Um, I was sorry I brought that up again until so, you said that, so that's good. Don't Pink be bits. sorry. Yeah. Pink bits, throw like babies to, in the fermenters. Don't throw babies in fermenters, but have them. And keep working and be awesome and badass. That's right. Um, if you want to follow along with our journey on Pink Foods for our Orange County chapter, where you can follow us on Instagram at OCPinkFoods. This is just OCP. Awesome. Right. And we hope you will. Guys, girls, everybody. Um, that's a cause worth supporting. There are plenty of women milling around here drinking some beer, but we need um, more women brewing, um, oh, yeah. more women getting credit for the jobs that they are doing at Hell breweries yeah. already. Hell and yeah. um, I honestly, I would like to see. Uh, there's there's bunches of couples that uh, own breweries that have tents here. It's but absolutely true. I'd like yeah. to see a women's only uh, women's own brewery next three year. Weavers. That could happen. It's another three weavers. Are they, you know, uh, I, heard it is. I don't think they're here. They're, they're out of LA, but that that's okay. uh, well, Orange County, the gauntlet has been thrown. Oh, I, Orange County. Holler at your girl, Emily. You can follow me at The Punky Brewster on Instagram. I want an all-women's craft beer festival. Oh, that'd be pour, awesome. We just pour um, women brews. And then men are free because, you know. Yeah, it'd be like ladies oh, lighting except for reverse, right? right? Exactly. There you go. But you have to wear something slutty. Yeah. Connor. I'll, I'll, Connor, I'll, not Emily. Yeah, yeah, I will. Connor, I, I, I want to see V-neck, baby. V-neck? Well, I was My wife likes that also, actually. I might be able to fit that. into my Speedo from high school. I don't oh know. Oh, my God. Nobody I'm not that. opposed to that. <laughs> <laughs> I love my husband, but come through. Come okay. through. I like that idea. It's gross. I guarantee you. <laughs> Anyways, thank you so much, Emily. We appreciate <laughs> so your time today. Thank you. This is a lot of fun. Thank you. I fun. Like, thank you so much. a little bit helpful. No, you're more than a little helpful. This is great. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Nice to meet you. Hello, Network Brewing. You are on live. Uh, are we sharing the mic? We are sharing the yes, mic. Yes, it's everybody's microphone. It's everybody's up. Yeah, give us that back. Hello, world. <laughs> How are you doing today, brother? Enjoying the event? I am. Are you guys enjoying the event, too? Uh, yes, it has been spectacular. It's been great for networking. It's been great for um, just the industry in general. This is like a, it's close to a industry like show for beers you're gonna get. You know, absolutely like we've done this event uh the last two years I believe. I, I think we missed uh we've only been only been open three years. Uh, we did the last two years and uh what I've seen in this event too is also like the camaraderie in the Orange County scene, you know? Yeah. Uh, a lot of guys that that it's more of a it's also an event for us. Yeah. Too as well. It's it like seems- seeing a lot of people like when they say invitational, this is is a little bit more insider than I thought it was going to be, but it's been great. It's been uh, I feel very VIP today. Yeah, and you know what? That, that's that's a that's a great feeling to have. Uh, Orange County's beer scene is a, I, from what I hear from outsiders, it's still an up and coming scene. It's not a saturated scene, which I don't care. There's room for everybody. Sure. There really is. And uh, what I love about this event is just. I've only been in the craft beer industry for three years, but it feels like I've been here almost my whole life. I mean, there's so many people that I know from Bottle Logic to uh, uh, to Santa Ana River, uh, Cis Montaigne, our other Santa Ana, you know, locals there, there, and we know each other by name, we know each other by face, 
uh, and it's always just a great time to see each other. You know, we always talk about how everything's going. Yeah. Talk about beer. What's new? What's coming out? So it's great to see you guys too. I mean, like this is great for us too. Yeah. So network is out of Santa Ana. Tell us, uh, tell us what beers you brought here today. Well, yeah, we brought our pineapple blonde. It's a six point eight blonde. Um, it's uh, definitely our most popular beer. It's what keeps our, our, our lights on, you know. <laughs> uh, and we also brought our uh, double IPA hostile work environment. Uh, we have a uh, series of workplace-related names uh, that we do for for our IPA series. We have hostile work environment, which we brought today. Our double. We have performance review. We have. Um, Two weeks notice, which is our, our kind of like our flagship IPA too as well, and then we also have a vanilla brown, uh, which is a phenomenal beer that we barrel age. Uh, that is called our PTO. So we kind of like like to go with our theme of uh, like an office area. It's, all these names are way too relatable. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, yeah they've done, done all these things. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> or experienced them. Yeah. Um, so uh, I went to your top room. I don't know, uh, two weeks ago. Okay. And you, you guys are kind of like in that little catty corner of like the cul-de-sac. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's a little oh, hidden. What street? Yeah. What street? Is okay. On? So it's it says it's on. I'm gonna say it, it, it's on Carnegie. Well, Carnegie. it's not on Carnegie, but it's on Carnegie. Okay. Okay. Because if you were to the owner, the owner of the brewery cannot even find this brewery. That is how hip it is. You have to go find it for yourself. Well, <laughs> it's almost like a speakeasy brewery. It is. Well, I was gonna say I was like driving around, I'm like, yeah, where is this place? I pull on the street, lot is full, and I'm like, okay, I think I'm in the right spot. I walk in, the place is a madhouse, and I think it was like a weekday. Yeah. And I was like. Holy crap! I had no idea you guys had this community over here. I mean, obviously you have your fans. So. Yeah, yeah. We have uh, fantastic regulars. Yeah, uh, we're in a, uh, a a good spot for we're in a good spot for for business. When people get out, they come to our place. Uh, they relax. They have wine. They have a beer or two, and then they go home to their families. You know that traffic died out. I mean, we have a lot of great um, we have a lot of great regulars. It's it's not only I mean not only is it a place to like just hang out and drink beer, but it's a place to hang out as well too. Totally. I mean everybody was super friendly in there too. I mean they uh, were super dog friendly too. Some people say that we're like a brewery slash dog park because (laughs) we are very loose with the whole uh, leash laws. I mean, you want to bring your dog there. You know, I bring my dog there. I have a pit bull, and I let her go, and like she just the sweetest thing ever, and plays with everybody there that's awesome good, yeah. good dogs are like good kids you know either they're not bothering anybody and they're just fine or they are bothering people and if you have a if you have a good dog or a good kid they're welcome at almost now all the orange county breweries yeah it's really nice and alcohol helps like, it doesn't want to pass <laughs> anything cute and fuzzy when we can't give can we give the dogs alcohol? Oh no, I'm just saying, like, alcohol helps you <laughs> us, you know? I mean, you could, I mean, if you touch your dog if you want to do that. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't think that's good for him, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what are the big plans for Network this uh, coming year? Uh, my big plans is, is for for us to, to be a part of every single event. Um, this is a big year for us because last year we expanded. We used to have a tasting room, probably about six, 600 square feet, uh, which was really small, obviously. And uh, we last year expanded, put a lot of money into it, and uh, uh, we're making a business out of it. We're trying to make the business grow. We're trying to get the name out there. 
even at events like this today, like even though we've been around for years, people still know who Network is. Yeah. Even people in our area that drink craft beer all the time, we don't know who Network is or yeah. what Network is. So, so you're so you're here networking per se. We were networking. Absolutely. Uh, we are too. We totally understand that. Yeah, Hollywood Growler. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'd, uh, we'd love to come down to uh, to the brewery and do a full episode with you and uh, try and get your name out there a little bit more. Um, thank you for sitting down with us. Uh, we're gonna go taste your beer right after this. Tell us again what uh, what beers you brought here, just uh, to remind people. We brought our our pineapple blonde. That's right. Uh, and we also brought our uh, double IPA, which is our hostile work environment. All right. So if you're gonna go down to Santa Ana, which apparently is a new hotspot for breweries, it definitely is. Um, you gotta check out Network if you can find it. It's kind of like a Zelda hidden gem. Uh, and so go find Network Brewery and go see Daniel and have uh, some of their workplace themed IPAs. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm just imagining the office theme, you know? I know, I combined Zelda in the office, I'm not sure that was right. Yeah. Oh no, you know, it's 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 network, so it's it, it's a broad it's a broad label. I mean basically it, it, it could be uh, a lot of things in, in general, but like what we do have kind of like an awesome office theme going. But we're still building the business too, so you walk in there, uh, every table that you walk in there, even the bar, we we hand built. Everything is all hand built. Yeah. Uh, and because we both have, me and the other owner, Brian Anderson, have full time jobs, uh, that this is more of a labor of love and it's turned into like a birth labor of love. I mean, it's killing us at the same time, but we love it. Is that, is that why you uh, did uh, office theme? Because you hate your office job? Oh, no, I love my <laughs> office job. <laughs> like, yeah. Maybe, yeah, you have to ask Brian. I mean, he might hate his life. I don't know. I mean, but, Behinds it well. <laughs> well, it sounds cool. like you guys are off and running. We can't wait to come down there and try it out. Yeah, come on down. I appreciate it. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me. Uh, thanks for sitting down with us yeah. and taking a little time to tell us about what you brought to the event. Yeah. This is the OC uh, Brewers Guild Invitational, and we're sitting with Daniel from Network Brewery in Santa Ana. Come on down and uh, try some IPAs from Network Brewery. And, and the blondes. Cheers. We are live with all three in one, uh, Oshu, Brewery, and Taru. Um, how are you doing today, man? Good, good, this good. Steve, Steve, uh, what's, your, what's your official title? Uh, SoCal Sales. Okay, very go. good. Yep. Very good. So you're here at the brewery tent today. Yes, sir. And of course, Taru is very much part of the brewery. Very much part. So Taru is our sour facility. Yes. Yep. Um, all our sours come out of the brand Taru, Brewery Taru. Um, is it is it Taru or Taro or Taru? So the, the the story behind it is Patrick Rue is the owner. We got Taru. That's where you get brewery. That's where you get the spelling for brewery. It's okay. R U E. Yeah, okay. That's kind of a little. Sorry, I just had to ask. No, that's good. Yeah. We're, uh, we're settling know. a and settling then, the debate. And then the offshoot was a, something that Patrick said he wouldn't brew IPAs, and so we created the offshoot to um so you're here today with a tent uh at the brewer's guild invitational uh tell us what you brought uh today so we brought the classic local red um it's an oak age american red ale um we also brought uh offshoot uh it it was a one-off release the hazy double ipa 
clocking in at 9.3. So you get a lot of tropical wow. fruits in there. Yeah, yeah it's pretty that's pretty intense. Yeah, well, that's what we're known for. Pretty but, intense. Yeah, that's true. So, so I agree with that. So, yeah, you didn't bring Black Tuesday. We did not bring our 20% Black Tuesday. Well, um, what the hell? Um, <laughs> I don't think people need to be drinking Black Tuesday today. <laughs> it is the middle of the day. Um, uh, I had Strawberry Charms at uh, Taru just, uh, I don't know, less than a month ago. Yeah. Um, it is different, and it's really good. It's um like... Lucky Charms Marshmallow Mouthfeel. Yes. With um, a strawberry, I don't know, I don't know if infusion is the right word, but um, it, the predominant flavor is strawberry, but the, the marshmallow mouthfeel is something that I have not seen before. Um, I you, you can tell me about it. Tell me what I'm missing here. As far I, as I know, so the, 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 marshmallows, know. the marshmallows kind of help round it out. Okay. Uh, it's kind of in place of the vanilla. So we use um, oh, vegan, right. vegan marshmallows. The vegan marshmallows? We do. So, I mean, it's a big deal for a lot of people. So, um, because if we add lactose, and it's not vegan anymore. So, True, yeah. Um, we use marshmallows to kind of, you know, yeah. of lactose. So what do you use, grass? <laughs> Honestly, I'm kind of intrigued. Yeah, well, what, what's a really vegan marshmallow? have a, um, a Lucky Charms flavor to it. Like, whoever named it kind of hit it right on the head. Um, and it's, um, it looks frothy, for lack of a better word. It looks um, thick and like almost like you're drinking a milkshake. But once you start drinking it, it's actually pretty drinkable. It's I don't know if I would drink it all yeah. day, but it's drinkable. It's a little on the sweeter side. Yeah. Um, and like I said, the marshmallows actually would help round it out. Yeah. It's just like you could have more than just a sip of it. It really makes can. you want another sip. It's because, like you said, it's intriguing. Take that first sip and you're trying to figure it out. Like, what am I tasting here? And then you get the strawberry marshmallows kind of find it out. Yeah. That was, it was really different. And that's what we're known for, is trying new things out. Usually what nobody's ever done before. Yeah, so um, I'm not sure if you guys had any of the brucicles from the truth. No, I can't say I haven't had any okay. brucicles. So brucicles is kind of something we've been doing. Um, <laughs> gotcha. Um, so brucicles is a heavily fruited beer, so it's very pulpy, but we add vanilla to it. Okay. And we're ranging about three to four percent on these. Okay, so they're um, lo like lower ABV. Lower ABVs are sours, so okay. it's like a Berliner Weiss style, but okay. it's very pulpy. Um, and we'll, in the summer, we'll do them in the ice machine, so you get like a slushy. Oh, yeah, yeah. red. <laughs> <laughs> so it's something cool you guys to try out if you guys are ever at, at the Taru facility. And they're always rotating the fruits on these things. Yeah. Okay, very awesome. Yeah. That sounds like a fun uh, <laughs> rotating beer. It definitely is. So uh, at the main room, which is um, the 57 in Orange Store, yep. uh, that is where you can get your uh, more, I guess, traditional brewery beers. Uh, what's, uh, what's new in the mainstream? I know Taru feels like it's a giant new thing constantly. Yeah, we're, we're still working stuff out with Taru. Brewery is kind of so our, good. our old school like baby that we're still doing. Um, so we recently had Banana Bread Bakery release. Okay. Um, so it's a banana bread inspired beer. Um, that oh, released a small batch in caps. Um, and it was 10%. Uh, we brewed it with uh, dried bananas and, or frozen bananas and toasted walnuts. And so it's very much, I don't know if you guys had um, bakery coconut macaroon. But no, I didn't. I, I saw it, but I, yeah, didn't, so, I didn't try it out. Um, so it's a very tasty stout. 
13% and it tastes like maybe eight. It's on the sweeter side. It's Everything you said so far is like astronomical numbers except for the fruit one. Yeah, I know. The right? sour one. <laughs> uh, barley forge. That's uh, one we're known for. Yeah, I know, I know. You see an eye in your face. Just like one flight at this place will... Yeah. That's, you're, you're good. Sometimes. You're, you're absolutely right. right. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, Kevin from Barley Forge is sitting here telling, talking about uh, pastry-style beers. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Because that seems like an... Uh, sort of a bleeding edge area. Yeah, so um, we're finding people are liking these sweeter stouts. Yeah. Um, they're very receptive. Um, and it's not so hard to drink. It, it kind of will mask a lot of the ABV as well. Oh, okay. Um, so we'll add usually, usually like vanilla to it or something to kind of also round that out so it's not just so hard to keep it cake. Yeah, because uh, we do a lot of bourbon barrel days, so it'll kind of mask some of that heat going down and it's a little easier to drink. Um, it's a little scary because you could drink this so easily and boom, it hits you. <laughs> As a compliment, um, I know it's um, some of these barrel aged beers come out sweeter because some of the sugar. Yes, uh, ends up being unfermentable, right? Yes. Or non-fermentable. Non-fermentable. Yeah, exactly. So, um, if you do a kind of a pastry vibe to it, uh, does that help? Uh, I guess give a it it'll, gives a place to some of the syrupy taste. It will give, yeah, you'll get a little more filmy, syrupy mouthfeel. Well, and, 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 and more barrel-aged ones are syrupy to begin with. Trying to find a style where that, that where that fits, you know, I think is helpful also. So, so a style where the syrupy kind of stout fits? Yeah, it belongs, you know? And that's where pastry stouts come in, I think. Okay. Yeah. And that's exactly what it is. It's You get a little sweeter, a little filmy, a little syrupy. Um, you start seeing people do with maple syrup, you see that being brewed, and it, it really helps raise ABV as well. With all the sugar. Yeah, because it has, that's a lot of sugar for the yeast to eat, right? Exactly, and it, it really does help. So really, you could use, I mean, well, we we interviewed the Honeypot Meadery, and they use honey to, as their fermentable. If you're using maple syrup as your fermentable, I don't think it's the main part of the That's fermentable. That's what I'm saying. No. It wouldn't be... It's more added more like the flavor yeah. of the beer, rather exactly. than just like what the yeast are making exactly. alcohol They're not using it. that just to ferment. Yeah. That's more of a mead kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, they'll, they'll, use, they'll do honey meads, and that's exactly what they're doing, is they're using the sugar from the, the honey. Okay. So many of the barrel-aged ones um, have some of the non-fermentable sugar. Is there something about uh, aging those beers that works a little bit better? Um, yeah, I mean, we'll age, let's say, local red. We age it on, on oak, um, and it definitely gives it a whole new character. I mean, from the base before you, we put it on oak to after, it's a whole different beer. Okay. Yeah. So the oak, What's different? Can it well, describe the transition? Well, you get that a lot of the oak, and it's the lingering effect on the on the oak. So that's what you get on the back end. Okay. that oak, and it almost makes you want to take another sip. Yeah, definitely. So um, when I, I I was working for Stone uh, Distribution for a while. And, yeah, we did. Oh, really? Really? In uh, in uh, Downey or San Diego? Downey. Oh, me too, brother. What's up? <laughs> Terrible times. Yeah. No. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, um, just because you were hauling pigs and driving trucks does not mean it was terrible. I threw my shoulder I, out. I, did the I broke thing. fingers. I drove too. Uh, did. It was, it was just too much. I was like, I'm too young for this. Man. <laughs> but, um,. I knew all the price lists of all the beers, right? We, we knew the price list of all the beers when you're, we're slinging kegs. So 
there is a higher price point when it comes to the brewery beers. And I feel like it's hard to describe to people that are not knowledgeable of what goes into the process why there's a there's such a reason for it because i mean you have especially with like the local red i mean for like a six barrel you're like 250 bucks ish and so it's hard so to it's, it's, it's even a, the bottles are you know sort of the wine bottle champagne bottle style if you're buying a bottle of yeah um yeah tell us about uh the ingredients in the process yeah like like get like it, yeah uh, a little bit different, a little bit higher. Well, like yeah. most breweries will say, we try to use the best ingredients. Well, that's fair to all breweries. We yeah. always try to use the best ingredients. Um, we do taste on different, multiple different um, sources of whatever we're doing. Let's say fruits, let's say purees. We try, we don't just say, this is the cheapest, we're just going to use that. It just may not work. So sometimes the price is a little higher on higher quality things. Plus, the time we age things in barrels, it's it's real estate. I mean, yeah. we're, we're keeping it there. Let's say like Black Tuesday, it's in an oak barrel for a, a year. Yeah. And all, and all these the, the Teru, uh, as well, I don't know if all the Teru beers are barrel aged, but when you go to Teru, they, the majority of the space is barrel. It's right? all yeah, barrel aged. So, I mean, just the time, it's, time is money. Yeah. So that's where we get that from. That's yeah. a really good way to put it. Time is money, it baby. Is. If we're leaving it there, yeah. I mean, we're, we're paying rent on all the space that we're... That's what I mean. Oh, yeah. you don't own the building? Uh, well, yeah, we do. But okay. we still got to pay yeah. property taxes. I'm no, no, I was, like, I, was just, I was like, dude, <laughs> you guys are really fucking paying... No, right okay, so uh, Southern Connor's, California... Uh, Connor's putting y'all under the microscripts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know we want to do an episode with the brewery, right? I know, I'm not, I know. I just, we live in Southern California. I'm like, dude, try buying something out here, okay? Just try. That's my point, is that there's a reason behind... You know the price point for these beers. It's like you gotta age them, you gotta store them, and it takes time. It takes. It's a. We put a lot of work into. You know, it's, it's a whole huge process, and people don't understand that. Yeah, there's years of work and lots of money on the back end of containing these beers. So that's, you know, it's exactly. It. And not everything gets canned and bottled from us. Like yeah. we do a lot of experiments. Sometimes things work. Sometimes they don't. You yeah. know. Totally. You yeah. Put so, it in the taste room, yeah, that, you get that, a good response. Guess what? It's going to come back. Most likely, it's going to come back next year. Maybe cans, maybe distro. Just, totally. That's one of the things that I was shooting for. Um, you know, the, the wine bottles that you guys use, you know, for beer that seems pretty bushy, but you guys really are aging on oak, you know, most of the time. Well, we. The beers we make are expensive, like you said. They are a little pricey, yeah. um, so we wouldn't want to we, we wouldn't want to put yeah. it in something any cheaper than a quality bottle. So but it's different. It's not something that um, everybody is doing, and I don't know if people understand that exactly. Yeah, so and I, it's worth yeah. About. And you know, we use wine bottles. We don't just use twenty-two ounce beer bottles. It's a little more, and we'll wax them. A lot of them we get are wax. Um, Explain we in that process. Uh, well, we have a wax machine, and uh, usually the higher end bourbon barrel dates bottles, the twenty thirty dollar bottles, are going to get wax. Um, but yeah. we are moving a little more away from bottles as far as distribution. We're doing a lot more cans, as you guys probably have noticed. Yeah, I didn't hear that. You haven't noticed? Yeah, I did. Since I'm the Hollywood insider, yeah, yeah, the industry <laughs> insider. So we are doing a lot of cans these days. Um, and it's definitely changed our distribution. 
appreciate. We're not just appeasing to only the beer geek anymore as we did in the past. It was only the beer geeks and like quarter societies and uh, bottle traders. Bottle traders and uh, I had no idea how big that was. The more every once in a while I run into somebody who's really big into bottle trading, right? And they make me realize that I have no <laughs> idea what they're doing. Like they have it's like baseball cards. They have their own thing. Yeah, well, big time. So beer, beer is life to some people. That is their life. So, um, bottle sharing is a, a big thing for us because um, that's what helped. That's what helped grow the grow the company. Yes, um, was bottle shares, obviously. And we opened a DC facility. Um, that's right. Fairly a few years back. Yeah. Um, but trading doesn't really happen out that way anymore because they can just go to DC and get it. Yeah. But that's what we want is a little more um, exposure out there. As far as we can get, you know what I mean? Like, hey, every business wants to. But I'm glad that's working for you. Yeah. So, uh, we have coming up our fourth anniversary next year. I just want to mention that one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, we have our fourth anniversary coming I'm sorry. May 4th is our 11th anniversary coming up. Um, tickets are still available. Yeah. Yeah. Um, May the 4th be with you. May yeah, that's right. That's Come right. get your Black Tuesdays and your Black Tuesday variants. Yes. <laughs> really? Sign me Wait, up. How many variants? Uh, I don't have an answer for you on how many. Roughly. A million. I can more, more than a you lot. can drink in one day? Probably two or three is more than I can drink in one day. Nice. <laughs> 20%. So we're going to the see you on May 4th. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see you all there on May 4th. Um, all right, and no. we're going to have a ton of guests at Pez Breweries there as well. And Perfect. it'll be at the Phoenix Club. Phoenix Club. All right, you're going to here first. And uh, what city is the Phoenix Club in? That is in Anaheim. Anaheim, California. And that's a kind of a storied venue for these events. You want to go to that if you can. Yes. Right. That's like a, that's like going to Winterland if you're a deadhead or something like that. It's a, it's a big deal. It's a good thing. Well, man, we just really appreciate you sitting with us and telling us so much. I feel like we got a lot more than we were uh, asking for. I know. Uh, Hunter was pressing you. He was, doing, he was doing his journalistic duty today. You know, you know, good cop, bad cop, you know. <laughs> so, I need, to, I need to know things. Um, but, dude, we appreciate it. Thanks for sitting with us. Thank you and for having me. Yeah, hopefully we can uh, come into the brewery, uh, one of the three and uh, talk to some of the brewers and owners and you and see what else uh, you can what other secrets you can tell us yeah, I know we want, we want all the secrets we want all the we want them all. Uh, yeah. the, honestly we only press because we care we're, we're interested well so, that would be nice to have you guys over and we could talk here that'd be great awesome. some of the brewers and awesome like yeah. well, cheers thank you guys for having me cheers yep. cheers, cheers. <laughs> We're on. <laughs> We're this on. is Chris from Bottle Logic, and the DJ is playing Bon Jovi. That's, you know, that's how you know the party is reaching critical mass. Oh, yeah. Yes, <laughs> I, roll, if you I'm wearing off. a Viking hat that I stole from the uh, Bottle Logic booth. Bottle Logic just had the week of Logic. That yep. was the uh, the week after St. Patrick's Day. Yep. This was their fifth week of Logic. I went there for all seven days to get prizes. The theme this year was Dungeons and Dragons, and the bonus prize was a 20-sided die, which I have not had until I, since I was 11 years old. So that was like the coolest thing ever. Chris, tell us about what you brought today and about uh, Bottle Logic and the Logic Sure, absolutely. So we're kind of on this, say, uh, Game of Thrones uh, kick going on right now. I was gonna say Game of Thrones, it's not None. Dungeons. Well, when you put a 20-sided die in the mix, it is old school, 1988 Dungeons and Dragons. I like, I like, I like Game of Thrones better. So we kind of just took Game of Thrones, Dungeons and Dragons, Magic the Gathering, uh, even um, 
Uh, I want to say Rocky Horror Picture Show, but that's not it at all. Uh, Monty, <laughs> Python. <laughs> Monty Python. Oh, yeah, there we yeah, go. There you go. Holy, uh, Holy Grail going on. You even got, I see a little uh, uh, Holy Grail pin going on right now. Um, we had a beer called the Holy Hand Grenade. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, everything combined into that is this medieval themed, um, just year round theme that we, uh, we want to partake in. Yeah. Um, we've kind of pulled that together this week for OC Beer Week with a, a siege on uh, on Orange County. There you go. Uh, yeah. There you go. So, I mean, the Viking helmets, the banners, everything. I was going to say, I think it's your most approachable and fun theme so I agree. far. I agree. You know, it's, there's a lot of, you I don't know, know. The Indiana Jones thing last year was pretty great. It was cool. It was cool. Yeah. But I think this is a definitely more approachable. Yeah. Indiana have... Jones is old, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. It's all about Game of Thrones, bro. <laughs> Did you, did you ever watch a young Indiana Jones? I can't. Uh, good good times. I can't, I can't wait till you're 40 and I can make fun That's a dated reference. I know. I know. Um, no, I mean, with Game of Thrones going on right now, we're on a hard kick. Um, we only have, at this point in time, three more episodes to go. Four more episodes? No, we're got... We got this three is, tomorrow. This is, this is three tomorrow, so three after that. Yeah, three yeah. after that. Yeah. Uh, but we're naming a lot of our beers after what's going on with Game of Thrones. I was just going to say, I picked up some crawlers before I went to Coachella. Yeah, yes, man. I went to Coachella. Uh, and I yeah, brought... Yeah, that a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I, uh, I got Needle. Okay. And uh, Westeros is the best coast. Yes, always. <laughs> always. <laughs> always. <laughs> well, thinking about that. I, I was going to just let that go because I thought you were being a little bit trendy. But the Hodor beer yeah. Yeah. that you guys have had. What'd you think? That started out as a, a different release, right? Before it was Hodor, it started as something else. Oh, uh, don't remember what I don't, it was I don't before. either off the top of my head either. Yeah. But at any rate, my favorite part of it, it has a heavy nutmeg, brown yeah. ale feel, for those of you who are wondering. Yeah. Um, my favorite part about drinking Hodor at Bottle Logic is that once I start drinking it, I will only say Hodor. <laughs> until I am done drinking it. And the only thing that really shocks me is that people who I'm, like, hanging out with don't get it. Yeah. Like, they don't realize that that is absolutely what you what? should do. That's no, no, we, do. we get it. It's just really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I can live with that. <laughs> so, it's kind of funny. I was coming back from uh, San Francisco Beer Week um, okay. when we first released Hodor. And And uh, you know, all up there is Burnett and Underberg and everything like that. So I come back. Oh, let me try a brown ale. Yeah, cool. Damn it, that tastes like uh, that tastes like Burnett. The straight spiced brown ale. It was beautiful, but really yummy. Oh uh, yeah. And it took me back real quick. And um, it's been a while since you guys made it. You had it on tap uh, in the in the tasting room, I don't know, like a month ago maybe. Probably, yeah. And then um, but before that, it had been more than a year since you guys had made it. Something like spiced brown ale, yeah. Yeah, and it is... Uh, honestly, you just keep bringing me back as much as you want. I will yeah. come and drink all of it. Don't he seriously loves it. I think it's yeah, just it's because he says Hodor <laughs> the entire time. I mean, that... That actually is part of it. But, I mean, it's not good for my waistline, obviously, but it is really yummy. We are in the beer industry. I mean, yes. can we? Yeah, it happens. <laughs> but it's, it's, um, it's a beer that I'd like to see uh, 
it's not really a Christmassy beer in the sense that no. um, it's not like you know clovey and holly, but it's it's kind of a Thanksgiving beer. You know, it's autumn uh, autumn spice kind of profile. And, sure. Uh, I mean, look, Bottle Logic has a gajillion beers. For instance, when you said Siege on um, Orange County, yeah. Uh, I forget the exact name of it, but the Siege Weapon Beer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh, was our Scotch Barrel. That was a that Scotch Barrel. Excellent. Yeah. If you like Scotch, if you don't like Scotch, this beer is not for you. <laughs> if, you like, if you like Scotch, if Lagavulin isn't just something that Ron Swanson says, yeah. if Lagavulin's a Scotch that you actually enjoy, you definitely want to try it. What? It's Superior Siege Weapon. That was yes, the name it of it, is. right? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Pretty close to, if not. Yeah. yeah. And um, so they had that at. Uh, week of logic this year and you know i tried it because there's a gazillion beers to try over the seven days that uh, you have to be there to get your prizes and it's a new favorite it's yeah. got beer all mixed together but in a in a way that is definitely enjoyable. the only thing i've come close to with that was uh the brewery did um smoking wood way way back 2012 2013 some you know it has that pd that super savory, smoky, um, amazingness. Right. This siege, um, it was so intense, but like I had to only have one sure. because it was yeah. it was really intense. But yeah. it was it is not a middle of the day drinking beer. You won't forget yeah. it. It is. Maybe? A, I mean, if you like Scotch, I guess. But Ron Burgundy, <laughs> come over here. <laughs> no, uh, what I really mean by that is that. Um, the bottle logic event the week of logic a lot of times go when the sun is still up it opens at like 10 or 11, 11 yeah. and then it goes until 10, 10 at night Correct. but if you're going to go to all 7 days at least one of those days you're going to catch it when it's hot outside sure. so scotch is usually something you drink after the sun goes down so the scotch beer is something that you're going to want to own maybe save for the evening hours but if you like scotch at all it is. I've never tasted Scotch barrel aged beer that was balanced and tasty and had a big Scotch taste at the same time. I was super. Yeah, that was a fun one. Yeah, for I sure. could talk about that one all day. <laughs> um, my wife liked as you wish that it's a strawberry. Yeah. So many, so many biologic beers are. Um, you think they would be experimental for almost any other brewery, but for Bottle Logic, you guys can make it pretty much whenever you want. We appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, what we try to do and, you know, try to keep things fun, try to keep things interesting, and uh, thank you guys for uh, for enjoying. Oh, we're oh, regulars. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're really, really. Well, I'm going to tell one more story, and then I'm going to ask you some more questions and let you talk. Sure. So, uh... Bottle Logic got a uh, top 10 USA Today rating, um, I don't know, 2013, 2014, somewhere around there. Um, and we were there, and there wasn't that big a crowd. And I'm drinking their beer, and I know that they're up and coming. And I tell my wife, don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody <laughs> about Bottle Logic. Because this place is going to blow up, and we won't be able to get a seat car. And now you're expanding, and you're getting a whole other warehouse, yep. um, a whole other part of the property that you have currently. Tell us what's going on. Tell us about the expansion. 
and um, tell us about what's next for Bob. Well, unfortunately, I can't say much about it. Uh, things are always in flux. It's a very exclusive podcast. We don't have, I was say, we don't have that big an audience. <laughs> Just to give you an example, uh, when Will D was talking to us, uh, he was saying that Craft, uh, Chapman Crafted is going to have Chapman Coffee. Oh, cool. And he made news, technically, because yeah. he hadn't really said that publicly before. Yeah. I promise you, we're not that huge yet. So you can tell us whatever you want. It will not be on CNN. Go ahead. Well, basically, it's, you know, based on timelines, um, you know, I, I don't want to commit to any kind of uh, timelines with this, but yes, we are uh, looking to expand. We want to expand. Uh, we, um, I am really excited to say that we have a canning line coming on right now. I heard a canning line. Uh, you know, uh, in previous months, years, whatever, We've been at the mercy of a third-party canning line. And, you know, it's great. It's easy. Um, but you have to schedule it. Yeah. And, you know, it's you know, I got beer and tanks right now. And uh, I can't put it out for another week because the yeah. line's, this canning line is booked out. That sucks. It happens. Yeah. You know, it, it happens. Uh, but now we can can whenever we want, however we want. We can put date codes on it. We can... Uh, tighten up the quality of the beer and make sure that um, the beer going into these cans is uh, to what we want. Um, we talked a lot about that with uh, Mike Crea of Unsung. Yeah. Said, Look, oh, yeah. When we're making the beer, we want to make sure that what we intended is what gets out to the public. Absolutely. I had no idea that that was such a big issue. Yes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, and we could even... Uh, go on a tangent of tan versus bottle with this whole thing. Um, but essentially it's, you know, we want the product to be as uh, premium as possible. We spent time making this product. We're a craft brewery. Um, we want to make it taste good and last as long as possible. We're going to put it in a vessel that we want to make it last as long as possible. Vessel. That's right there. That's what it is. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we're super excited to have this canning line uh, operational probably by May, first of May, mid-May, um, and get cans out of someone uh, for Hanamachi. We've already seen that in the market as well. Definitely. Yeah, and then uh, future uh, products as well. So guys question, 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 question. Yes, guys question. It's yeah. a question that you don't have to answer if you're not <laughs> able to, but... Will we see some of your barrel-aged products in cans? Probably not. Probably not. Okay. Probably not. I okay. think that's bottle, right? I think the 500 milliliter bottle fits that format perfectly. Okay. You know, unlike some others that, you know, have the 750s or even the 375s. Yeah. You know, it's it's an awkward thing these days with the large formats. I know people get, like, weirdly judgmental when they put a barrel-aged beer in a can. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it doesn't last like a bottle would uh -huh. and you, you kind of have to drink it within the first couple months yeah. and people like to hold on to those bottles. Right. I was just wondering if maybe you guys are maybe going to go on a route of trying to split the difference. Sure. I just like do both, but yeah. if not, 
Cool. If, if so, cool. Yeah. I mean, that I sounds think... like exactly the sort of topic that we should do a deep dive on on a full episode of the Hollywood Growler podcast there at, at Bottle Hey! Yeah. We're very excited. <laughs> we really like to come over and do that. I'm actually, uh, I know your one of your lead brewers, uh, Greg Sutherland. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So I Fantastic. actually worked with him at uh, Hangar 24 back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but I, I talked to him a little bit. It's just hard to get a time and yeah, place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Absolutely. I know you guys are busy always oh, yeah. over there. They're so. not busy. What do you mean? Oh, God. Well, you most sought after beer in Orange County. God. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it would be great to have uh, you guys on. And um, we're we're just trying to touch everybody. We're trying to see all the art that's coming out of this yeah. industry in Orange County. So this has just been an awesome experience talking to everybody today and you. Um, thank you so much for sitting of course, with us, man. I mean, absolutely. appreciate it. Thank you guys so, for having us. Yeah. yeah. We'll definitely be talking more soon, I hope. Definitely. And yeah. uh, this, the, is, uh, this is Chris. Chris, what's your official title again? I am the purveyor of libations. That's and, right. Uh, Really? Yes. <laughs> I like. I want. I want that. Too. I was say, well, I <laughs> but thank you for hanging out with us. And um, the beers you brought today were very yummy. Thank you guys. And uh, we're gonna go get another sample and pretty sure in a minute. Please do. And uh, thank you for doing the weekly project. It is on one hand, you know, there's a, a gimmicky element to it that gets you coming back all seven days. But on the other hand have so many high quality beers that you're putting out all it's, at it's once. hard not to come back yeah it is especially if you live if people travel yeah people travel people no that i know who are local take their vacation time no joke to do week of logic so you know i i say we've been talking about that a lot today um how uh on the west coast there's things that people take for granted or think are like a little bit Hollywood or show busy. Sure. Or, but honestly, um, you can't get what you guys do anywhere else. I agree. Yeah. Um, so nobody, it, 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 if you want to call it gimmicky, go ahead, but it's your gimmick and it's working and you have a different theme every year and you have different prizes and gifts for the people who are loyal to the week every year. Um, and, uh, I know that this year is the first event. Last year, I was going to go like one day, and then I ended up going three days. <laughs> so um, this past year, I committed to going all seven days, and it was completely worth it. It was fun. Thank you. Um, and uh, we just know that almost everything you guys put out is going to be something that we want to try. So thank you so much. Absolutely. And I just want to say, I mean, like we're very thankful for our fans. I mean, it's completely engaging for uh, with what we do and people are stoked about it like i'm yeah. overwhelmed uh when i was working the event just how many people were uh, there's cosplay like yeah. they dress up they yes. bring their dogs they yes. bring everything like a, a lady so a lady had cool. a cat i yeah. saw her like <laughs> oh, yeah. the whole week yeah and she just, brought her cat in yeah. a little carrier to the whole week. it's so cool how engaged people are and i've never seen a brewery event i've seen beer events and i've seen festivals and anniversary and shoot even dosen did that whole concert thing with brouhaha productions right this yeah. this year um but i've never seen anything like this 
um, for a week long and just how engaged and how enthusiastic people are over this. And it's I, I want to thank everybody. Yeah, and it works. It that's, works. Dude. That's, As, what it, that's really the thing. Yeah, it works. It's like, you know, you have food trucks so people don't have to leave. Sure. You just get a snack. Right. And, oh, yeah. um, and like I said, um, the, the motive of having people wanting to come back yeah. every day for oh, a yeah. week. It's toxic. It's unique. <laughs> it is. It's like, it's it, it sounds like a gimmick, but dude, it's unique. at 10 a.m. Yeah. There's on a, a Monday. There's a line. There's a line, dude. A line. Are you kidding me? It's ridiculous. Like some say, well, just, ah, oh, they're just trying to get money. But no, oh. they have a product that people legitimately want. It's on a Monday morning. On yeah. a Monday morning. Yeah. They will skip work to come to this event. It's yeah. incredible. Even uh, this year, uh, you had the enamel pin. Yeah. Which I'm is wearing. very nice, which you're wearing today on your collar. Can I, can I have those? Oh, no, I have them. <laughs> I, I, I like it so much. <laughs> but uh, there was a pin trading game. This this year, where oh, you yeah, yeah. yeah where uh-huh. you, um, you get if you pick those Dungeons and Dragons theme, yeah, you got to be a, a warrior or a wizard or a cleric or you know a whatever, yeah, a rogue yeah. And so you take your pins and you have to trade with other people who are other classes of character to get their pins. And then once you get all four classes, you get to go and trade that in, or you don't have to trade in, but you show it for a special pin. Honestly, that's ridiculous. That's something that I would have liked in like junior high, but I was having so much fun doing it. And I like wanted the, the fancy pins so badly. So, well, like I said, I, it, it's I, not a gimmick when it works. I yeah. came in on one of the later days. I think I came like the third or fourth day, and I was like, "Oh, I'm not gonna get any pins traded." And like, I get my pins and I go in line for the food truck. And as soon as I stand in line, some guys like, "Hey, hey, you uh, you need this one?" <laughs> and like, it's yeah. almost like a drug deal. You're like, "Yeah, yeah, you got some of those. Yeah, you got some players. You got some of those. You, you got, got some players. You got some." And it was an incredible environment. It was crazy how yeah. people just got so hyped on it. Oh, yeah. You guys, like we keep saying, great job, Thank and, you then, and like we love it. And, Thank uh, you. Keep, Keep up the hard work. <laughs> we, can't, we can't wait to come in and do yeah, it. So yeah. We're really yeah, we really want to do But uh, I think uh, we got to cut this one off. We are we are almost two and a half hours in on our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so, All right. Happy, uh, happy uh, OC Beer Week. Uh, happy you guys. Beer and uh, come join us uh, at a couple events. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah, cool. uh, we said we were going to promote Palette. Palette is the next OC uh, Brewers Guild event. Cool. It's palette, and they're going to pair food and beer. Oh yeah. And everybody, uh, everybody here, almost everybody here at least is participating in that. So we want to say, uh, if you're not doing uh, this event because you're hearing it now, uh, you don't have to wait a whole year to come back to this event. You can do palette and you can keep up with the Orange County Brewers Guild for all of their events this summer. I just understood that uh, the palette, like on your mouth, like the palette. I thought it was a paint palette? No, no, I thought it was like a load. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Hollywood Growler. Uh, We want to say two things. One, thank you to the Orange County Brewers Guild uh, for having us out for their invitational event. Um, it, we felt very, very VIP and uh, like we were part of the industry. It was a fantastic event. The second thing we want to say is that we have a brand new website and we want to thank you to Connor's dad, Eric, for helping us out with that website. 
Uh, the website's name is hollywoodgrowler.com. You can stop by there and see pictures and uh, all the episodes and whatever other content we end up putting up. Um, we just wanted to say thank you one more time. Uh, tell a friend uh, about the about the podcast. We are trying to expand the audience. Connor. Yeah, I mean, I, like you said, I mean, the website, hollywoodgrowler.com, brand new. Um, things have been going great uh, on our end. I think we've just connected with so many people at this event. I mean, like Dan said, it was very VIP feel. Uh, it was just all the brewers and the people they're, they're associated with and they're affiliated with. And so we talked to so many different characters and we have so much fun to meet people from Pink Boots, Unsung, Backstreet, Network, uh, Bottle Logic. It's Listen, Laguna Beach Brewing Company, on and on. On and on. It was such a great event. So we just felt so lucky to be there. So thank you. What was her name, Erica? That's right. Erica, thank you so much for having us. It was it was a great event for us. We hope that everybody enjoyed talking to us and giving us a little spiel on some secrets and maybe things that are to come of their brewery. Um, but like we said, I mean, uh, we're looking for more content and we're going to be talking to these people more in the future. So keep spreading the word about us. We're, we're working very hard on our end. And we want to also uh, promote the Orange County Brewers Guild next big event. It's called Palette. Um, it is all about pairing food with beer. Uh, we don't know if we are doing a booth yet at that event, but we'll definitely be there. So either way, um, you can come find us. We'd love to see you out there and uh, hear about your experiences um, at the event. And if you're a fan of the show, we'll, uh, of course, want to hear about your support. So thank you so much. Um, we'll have more uh, episodes and more new content for you uh, coming soon. Thank you from uh, Connor and myself. Uh, we're the Hollywood Growlers. See you next time. Cheers.